श्री राजकुबड़ान की जय गौड़ भक्त वृंद की जय गौड़ प्रेम हरि वेलकम एवरीवन I move a little closer unless you really need to be in the sun. <laughs> then, then I understand. We'll try to heat the place up a little bit here. And here comes the UPS man to join us. Looks like delivering something special, I'm sure. So, it's good to be with all of you. And um, can you hear me in the kitchen, I guess? You can. Okay. Come and let us know. And so we're gathered for the uh, auspicious occasion of the Govardhan Puja. And um, we have a discussion this morning. And then later in the afternoon, we'll conduct the Go Puja. A. Uh, at the uh, Varnashram in Sharagrahi where we've brought the cows and they've moved into their new home. It's very beautiful. Cow heaven there. We've got lots of nice grasses. And so we'll, we'll go up there in the afternoon and have Artik and Puja of the cows and then we'll have a kirtan maybe in the, in the uh, residence of the cow herds upstairs and some brief discussion and then we'll go to the the uh, future temple site where there'll be a campfire and we can conduct a question and answers there and then tomorrow we'll begin again. So that's our program for the next 10 days or so. Stay, try to stay on board. <laughs> right? And so uh, the Govardhan Puja is a very, of course, famous festival and um, <clears throat> that in in many respects, and it uh, it's very broad in its um, <clears throat> spectrum of 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 coverage and uh, participation. <clears throat> uh, in other words, uh, the whole extension of the conglomerate of Hinduism uh, participates in the Govardhan Puja. Hmm? The Anukut, it is a uh, harvest festival, very earthy, um, and um, for a country that even today, India, is still so uh, um, widely uh, agrarian, uh, not industrialized and so forth, welcome. Um, uh, you can still find parts of Indian village life where um, if you were to go today, the festival would seem right out of the Bhagavatam type of festival. So, um, at any rate, it has very, it's very broad in its spectrum. The, the number of people, the, the, the various sects, and as I say, the whole conglomerate of, of Hinduism is, is, is involved in it. Um, it's... It, in conjunction with the new year, really. Hmm? Happy Diwali. Diwali Sukham, as they say, and bring the sweets and so forth. So it's a, it's a big festival and and it has a re- religious core to it. It extends to the whole of the secular 
of the uh, uh, bar at the Indian Nation and, and so on. And, um, and we, of course, have a particular window into the uh, Govardhan Puja and the whole uh, uh, idea of Govardhan, a particular window offered to us by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? And that should be our focus. And um, it's such that it includes the best of everything that and every type of participation, if you will, in the Govardhan Puja and, and uh, it's conducted in the broad spectrum and much more. It includes the New Year, it includes all of Varnashram considerations of the ordinary religious life, the secular considerations, the New Year, the harvest considerations uh, uh, from an economic and agrarian food-based idea. Um, the uh, Again, the Varnashram religious uh, general conceptions, uh, the, the Vaidhi Bhakti conceptions, the and ultimately the rag bhakti and within rag bhakti the specific uh, not only um, experience that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to uh, Krishna's Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to afford himself or to um, to experience himself but also uh, the way in which he made that available uh as far as possible to anyone and everyone. So it's very uh, interesting uh, focus, if you will, window. And it would be very appropriate for us then to begin our discussions, which will go for a few days. The, the, the Govardhan Lila covers, uh, what, three three chapters of the Bhagavatam. Hmm? Um, it, it involves the... Uh, the, the uh, Krishna's, of course, discussion with Nanda Maharaj, religiously, spiritually, and psychologically motivated uh, discussions with him, that uh, um, exp- in which he expressed his anger with uh, with Indra, who had much to do with his childhood traumas hmm? during the Damodar Leela, as we you know, when it was during this annual event of the worship of Indra that uh, Mother Yasoda found herself queen of the cowherds as she is home alone without any maidservants, nurses, and so forth to assist her in the child care and met with the perplexing dilemma of what to do when the milk on the stove that had been gathered from select cows grazing on select grasses at her insistence hmm, that Nanda Baba had arranged, having to deal as she did with the complaints of the neighbors hmm, that her son was going and stealing milk products from them, which she was in complete denial of, despite the evidence, um, when being confronted. hmm, And... uh, we should, of course, understand that despite the complaints, it was quite the joy of all the households to have Krishna coming and stealing their butter, milk, yogurt, and so on and so forth. But after her denial, 
in public, of course, then, you know, you deny in public, but you, at night, you know, we, as you go to sleep, it's on your mind. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe he's, maybe he is mischievous. And so it was with this in mind that she insisted to Nandamars, the neighbors are complaining, you're the king of the cowherds, and our son's going elsewhere for milk and butter and yogurt. What, what kind of father are you? So select cows, put on select grasses, and that milk boiling on the stove, all for the pleasure of Nandanandan, Yashodanandan, Krishna. And with no one there to help her, again, the dilemma. I'm nursing him, and the milk is boiling over. What to do? Put him down. That will not be pleasing to him. Disrupt the nursing. And tend to the milk. Or not tend to the milk and allow him to continue to nurse and let the milk overflow. That's, uh, so this is her dilemma. And, of course, she opted for Tadiyaseva, hmm, to serve that which is dear to Krishna. Hmm. Parvati Devi asked Mahadev Shiv, what is the best type of worship? He said, Aradhananam Sarvesham, Vishnu Aradhanam Param. And she became a little depressed. Hmm. She's thinking that what, what is the best worship? And her husband, who is worshipable, by her, said Vishnu's worship is the best. And so then Shiva detecting her her um, despondency said that Aradhanam Sarvisham Vishnu Aradhanam Param Tasmat Paraparam Devi but however my dear Devi come on Tasmat Parataram Devi Tadiyanam Better than the worship of Vishnu is what? The worship of that which is dear to Vishnu. Vaishnav Seva. And Mahadev is Vaishnavanam Shambhu. A great Vaishnav Shiva is. So she felt very comfortable. I'm worshipping the Vaishnav. And that is the highest worship. So this Tadiyaseva, this, so the, the milk is dear to Krishna in this instance. And so she opted for the Tadiyaseva and Krishna became upset. It was later he realized hmm, that this annual event, when he became a little bit of age at seven, which means like 11 for him, hmm, mature for his age as he is, that he was traumatized in his youth, having been taken off of his mother's breast and put down with no one else to hold him, no one to comfort him, anything. Not only that, but then disturbed by that, he caused a disturbance only to find himself tied up. Hmm? Mother ties, womb, ties child to tree. Hmm? <laughs> Neighbors watch in joy. Bliss. All over the headlines. Yeah. Traumatized. Hmm? Tied up. Uh, and, and all of his friends together could not untie the knot. Hmm? Each one thinking, I'll untie the knot. No, I'll untie the knot. And as they tried, only to find Baladev come and offer, and outraged who has tied her, him up. He could have untied the knot, but then he found out Mother Yasoda tied her up. And he thought, oh, something else going on here. I better back off. Hmm? And so, so this, this, was, uh, this was in his you know, very young age, so he's tr- psychologically traumatized by that. And... So as he comes of age at seven, he realizes 
Oh, Indra's behind all this. Because if that Indriyagi wasn't going on, the nursemaids would have been there, this dilemma wouldn't have arisen, and so forth and so on. So, from a, as I say, from a psychological point of view, then there are, of course, the religious point of view as to why he um, began to minister to Nanda Maharaj, his father, as to why the Indriyagi should be given up. Hmm? From a religious point of view, from a philosophical point of view, ultimately, of Vedanta, uh, this is a real stepping on the head of the Varnashram Dharma, which is about worshipping many gods, properly understood, um, or in its traditional uh, expression. Um, that's another topic, and we'll go into all this uh, tomorrow. Very interesting. But the first chapter of the Leela begins with this, and then it shifts into, of course, Nanda Maharaj agreeing, and then the arrangements for the Govardhan Puja, which we're doing today, the puja, and then the aftermath comes in the second chapter of the puja, the aftermath in the form of the wrath of Indra, responding to the anger of Krishna to begin with. And the the role of the clouds, we'll hear about that, very interesting. Hmm? And the rains, and the lifting of the Govardhan Hill, the Aishvarya of that uh, we don't find the measure of which anywhere outside of Vrindavan, although the, the place itself is pervaded by Madhurya, sweetness, human likeness, and so forth. Very interesting concepts, theologically speaking. And, um, of course, the, 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 the Sharanagati, the, the, the surrender of the, uh, all the residents to Krishna, foregoing of the worship of the gods, those whose worship is said to be for people who are less intelligent, believe in the gods, the sky gods. Mm. So, there's a real god. Mm. And Krishna is then in the final chapter, crowned as such. This is where he got the name, Govinda. Mm. In other Puranas, Upendra, same thing. Mm. The, the god of Indra. Mm the god of the gods, the god with the capital G. So, uh, And Indra, of course, coming and trying to make amends and so forth with the help of the cows, Surabi, and uh, so on. So these are the three chapters, a very brief overview. Of course, we'll try to go into them in, in some detail. But all of this needs to be prefaced in a, in, in a in large measure with deference to and muhima glorification of Sriman Mahaprabhu. She's such a nandan ki jai. Who, as I say, has given us this particular window into Krishna Leela, hmm? into Krishna Bhakti. This is a point you have to understand. It's a very important point. It will come out as we discuss this uh, today. But the basic idea, of course, is that the Goswamis have given us a picture. Just like if you take a picture of a forest beautiful picture of the forest. Um, when you take the picture, the camera will be focused on something, a flower in the forest. Hmm? And so you have the whole background of the forest. That is for context. But your eye should be on what the camera is focused on. Hmm? So they've given the whole idea of bhakti, shuddha bhakti, uttam bhakti, the whole idea from beginning to end. Hmm? Shantadasya, Sakya, Vatsalya, Madhurya, hmm? 
Vaidhi Bhakti, Rag Bhakti, the whole picture. But the camera is focused in a particular way. So if you understand properly, then you can enter into what Gaudiya Vaishnavism is about. That means what has been given to us. It is not a do-it-yourself program here. Or make it up as you go along. But it has been given to us by our uh, charges, a particular uh, focus window, window uh, opportunity hmm, to enter into that forest and that in terms of the focus and so forth. Hmm. So, with all that in mind, we we, we return to the great uh, uh, Sri Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami Mahashai and his par excellence book of. Sri uh, Chaitanya Charitamrita, the immortal character of uh, the immortal nectarine character of uh, of consciousness, not just consciousness and the difference between consciousness and matter, but much far, far beyond that. Consciousness and matter are different, infinitely different. They're infinitely different, infinitely different. But it's hard for us. Uh, to appreciate that um, and what kind of analogy will we give. Hmm? But uh, a less than satisfying analogy that helps us maybe to get some idea would be uh, the difference between land and water. Hmm? You can walk on the land, you know, you've got your feet down, it's firm and so forth, and suddenly for the first time you step into the water. What's that? <laughs> Whoa. There's no, you know, there's no bottom there. There's no, there's no. Uh, there's, it, you step on it, you go down, and it's and it's wet, and it's very, very different. Hmm? Very different. How how can? Still, I want to say the difference between con- difference between consciousness and matter is way different than that. <laughs> so it's just to help us some idea. Hmm? And many many schools who have some sense about this. Hmm? Um, both secular and religious, of course, this is very much the sensibility of Eastern philosophy of, of, of Hinduism, of Vedanta, and all of its forms. Hmm? The difference between matter and consciousness, it's there in Varnashram, although it's, it's, it's not something to be talked about. <laughs> you don't want all those things. Uh, you don't want that liberation stuff yeah. in Varnashram. That's not, it's there, but keep that in the background. Uh, that's, that's there's there's one two three there, there there's well there's there's dharma artha kama hmm. there's waking there's dreaming there's deep sleep and, and then there's moksha beyond hmm. the fourth duriya hmm. and so. Is there anyway? In all the schools, practically this difference between matter and consciousness, where it comes to bear, uh, the preoccupation is just the basic difference between the two. Hmm? In bhakti school, we 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 enter into the water, and many of them swimming on the surface. Hmm? But the Gaudiya Vaishnavism, it means a, a friend of mine told me yesterday that he had gone to the 
uh, some aquarium, hmm? some famous aquarium, and seeing the octopuses and the jellyfishes and uh, creatures from the bottom of the ocean and so forth. So, hmm. so give you some idea, just playing the analogy out. What is in the water? What is there between water and, and, uh, and land? The land creatures and then the water creatures. They don't breathe. Hmm. They don't, if you don't breathe... Well, I guess they kind of breathe underwater. I don't know. They get oxygen underwater or something. Looks like they don't breathe. Hmm? How can you live without breathing? But they're alive and well under the water. Hmm? So you have to become like a fish, right? Hmm? To enter the water. So to enter the waters of consciousness in, in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu school, to go to the bottom. <laughs> to leave no no corner, uh, no coral reef, no, cor- no, no corner, no... Anyway... No, no. No wave on surf, no, no, uh, no, uh, no depth un, un, um, unfathomed, hmm? unexplored. Hmm? So, uh, so the nectar of the immortal, immortal character of the, the, the nectarine immortal character of the nature of consciousness. Consciousness is. It's not just different from matter. That's not saying. That's not saying anything about it. That's saying it's not like matter. Hmm? What is it like then? And most people silent. This is where Chaitanya Mahaprabhu begins to speak. Begins to speak on this subject, and and he can never tire of that. Never adequately say enough about it. Hmm? And so we enter the Chaitanya Charitamrita, and and I want to reference the verse. The Chaitanya Mahaprabhu chants twice, sings out twice through the pen of Krishna Kaviraj, Goswami, in glorification of Govardhan Hill. And comes in the Madhya Leela. And then in a very. In a, comes in the Madhya Leela in a teaching context, hmm, largely. Hmm, very helpful to us. And then it comes in Anti Leela in a shocking fashion. Hmm, shocking. Hmm. Um, the, the 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 depth of what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is about, and these Goswamis are and Krishnas in the next generation trying to share that with us. It's a very extraordinary thing. Hmm? What he actually shows uh, there, what is the the depth of the ocean of consciousness, its possibilities. Hmm? So, in Madhya we find that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has gone to Vrindavan, finally, when he took sannyas, that he was headed in that direction. And uh, by the force of Nityananda Prabhu and his affection for him, he was brought back to Saptagram, Advaita, uh, Advaita Prabhu's house, and there he placed himself in the hands of Sachi. She Sachi Nandan Kijaya. Hmm? What kind of a thing is that for a sannyasi to do? Hmm? In some groups, he would be kicked out. Hmm? <laughs> 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 oh, but we love him, and they love his love for his mother and his mother's love for him. Hmm? Because of his mother's love for him, then he came to us without her permission, hmm? without her sending him to Puri, like weighing in and giving the judgment what should be done in madness 
I've taken sannyas and uh, she kept having been putting him, her, himself in her hands she reasoned what to do if I tell him to give up the sannyas then he will be criticized by the religious public and the whole reason for his taking sannyas was to, was to gather regard from the religious public that he could take them beyond religion hmm? that he could step on the head of religion and all their religious sensibilities hmm? Sarvadharman Pritta Jamami Kam Sharanam but this is the whole Govardhan Leela is about. I mean, substantially, but uh, this last verse of the Gita hmm, that says, what does Krishna say? If you want to know me, you have to give up religion. Hmm. Need some explanation. <laughs> so we'll go through that in the days that come. Hmm. But uh, uh, it was such that in consideration of the religious public, whom Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was trying to draw away from the useless exercise of dharma. Hmm. What does the Bhagavatam say? Shamayavi kevalam. Hmm. What is that verse? Sunastika. Hmm? Vishvakshenayatasya this is what is the use of a, of a system that does not give any in and of itself any attraction to Krishna? It's a waste of time. Bhagavatam rejects it in the very, very opening uh, stanzas of the great Sutta Goswami. Hmm. So, in his wisdom, the wisdom of his mother, mother knows best, she thought, this is why he did it. So, to go back on that, all the people that we stuck in ordinary religious ideas or or get waylaid in some idea of moksha that uh, uh, falls short of the, of the potential of the jiva hmm, to experience all that it could be. Hmm. The jiva is a, is a is a is both a nurture and a nature. Its its constitution is such. This is a very interesting point. It's constituted of nature and nurture both. Hmm? So it has certain foundational characteristics that are the nature, and then it has certain characteristics that with within a particular environment constitute the possibility of its being nurtured and expressing itself in ways that, that without that environment it could not. And the environments are two that it has the opportunity to um, be nourished uh, by and express all that it is, both the Maya Shakti and the Srup Shakti. That is why it's called Tatasta. And the Jiva is never outside of one of those environments Although in Susupti, in the sleep, uh, at the enfolding, collapsing of the of the universe, its material, the material Maya Shakti environment and the implications of that are are suppressed. But it's asleep as well. Hmm? As long as as long as it's awake, it's going to be in one of these environments. So, um, and that makes it either 
immaterial so-called person, a fantasy person, a hunkar, a made-up I, that's what it means, I-making, made-up, an imaginary self, person with all of its emotional life and, and so on. Huh? It's funny. <laughs> because we look at the descriptions of the Leela and the characters are um, like um, dramatic characters. They're dramatic characters and they're not whole characters. You should understand this point. They are not whole characters. Hmm? If you look, for example, at Chandravali for a while, with all of your human sensibilities and what it means to be a functional, hmm, psychologically well and healthy person, you'll think, she should, she should, she should not put up with this. Hmm? Is there, is she ever going to just say, enough is enough? And, and, uh, and so forth. Hmm. So she's, she appears to be dysfunctional kind of a person. So if you posit your human personal sensibilities on the Leela, you have to understand Krishna is human-like, but he's not human. Hmm? Hmm. The reason <laughs> that they look human but less than human and like characters, you don't, you don't even... You never know the whole history of that person. Hmm? Some of the people, you'll never know, like you watch a movie, some guy comes in at a certain point and he has a certain role, but you don't know who his father is or his mother is or who, who, what he does or does he have a life outside of this particular role and so forth. You assume that he does, but he's just a fictional character in the drama. Hmm? So the figures in the Leela, the paradigmatic people, representing different sentiments and so forth. They're like this. They're like, so they, therefore they look unreal, less than real, less than fully human, if you will. They're human-like. Hmm? But, of course, what's missed in that is the human person, hmm? however well-balanced, however materially successful, the whole idea of material success is an oxymoron. It, it, it has nothing to do with you, with what you are. So what you are, hmm, you have to, we have to gradually wean ourselves, even from our, uh, many of our human sensibilities. We are an atma. Hmm? And we are a human by way of the, by the influence of the Maya Shakti. It's completely the influence of the Maya Shakti. Hmm? Now we have the Sarup Shakti. You can become a one-dimensional, it might appear, person that appears in one part of one leela hmm, and does one thing and that's why you're here and his service was to make camphor lamps you think, is that all <laughs> so he didn't do anything else in leela i mean it's a whole you know hmm? the point being that is bigger than the whole of the human society and every news report that's ever been published and one that ever will in every way of talking about it and discussing it with talking heads over and over again and analyzing it and and all the apprehensions and all the oohs and ahs and and reliefs and and fears and so on and so forth that the whole broadcast if you will of the material news constitutes hmm, one small tiny minor role hmm, in that leela is more substantial, enriching, fulfilling, meaningful. Hmm? The whole thing in comparison to the material existence has no meaning. It derives its meaning only 
from consciousness. Hmm? And here, consciousness is animating the whole show in its sleep, practically. Hmm? To wake it up and give it the opportunity to be all that it can be, that it can express its certain aspects. It's it's kartri, gatri, bhokri. These three are aspects that doing, knowing, apprehending, uh, and, and, and enjoying. These come out as I said, in relation to an environment, the material environment, and they will come out in relation to the spiritual environment. Hmm? They won't come out in yoga. Hmm? Um, Samadhi. They won't come out in, in Brahma Sayuja. Hmm? Not, not to the same extent as in Bhakti. And in, in Braj Bhakti, they, they fully come out and you can become a full person even though you have... You may appear to be just... It's not a linear. You, know, you, you think about it. We think about it in a linear way, the leelas. Hmm? You can enter into one part, one moment, one, one, one hour every day in there. That's your, that hour is always going on and so forth. So... Big picture. Hmm? That's why you have to be careful. You have to understand this through good good sources. Hmm? Otherwise, you examine it too much with your intellect. You think, what kind of people are these people? They're weird. They're like dysfunctional. How are they guys like and so forth? Hmm? Oh. Hmm. So, Sachi, want to take give us a chance to go to that world, so she and, and transcend all the. And uh, not have her son criticized by the religious sector who he took sannyas for the sake of taking them beyond their limited conceptions of, of, their, their, of the prospect of the human life affords us uh, um, in conjunction with bhakti and so she weighed in and said I can't have him criticized by the public but I can't have him go too far away that Vrindavan is far away from Navadip also it would seem hmm? externally hmm. although Esoterically, the two are one. Hmm? So, hmm. she made a compromise. Go to Jagannath Puri. Hmm? And like another room in the house of where where, uh, where Nadia is also situated. They're close enough. And we'll hear news about him. Sometimes some devotees will come. And of course, and, and bring news. And of course, as it turned out, every year the devotees would go to Puri. Hundreds of them associate with Chaitanya Dev and, and Rathiyatra and spend the four months of the rainy season there with him. Hmm? So there was commerce and exchange and, uh, and, and, and news and so forth about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu constantly feeding Nadia, feeding Vishnu Priya Devi, feeding Sachi, who, who couldn't go, and so forth. Hmm? And because of this Puri Lila and the Sannyas Lila, then all this has been made available to us. This is the virtue of the Sannyas Lila. that he did that for the general people, the religious people, and, as it turns out, the unreligious people, especially through his extended self. Nitai Chan, Nitanandabru, Hijai. We see a big escalation of that in the modern time in the person of our Guru Maharaj Pujapaj, Gesi Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. Mm, the shakti, the power of Nitai Chan to go to the non-religious, non-Vedic people and so on, mm, bringing these good tidings of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's teaching. Mm. And this is then 
the the beauty, the charm, if you will, of the sannyas lila, something that ultimately we are to um, lose interest in. And I told Prabhupada that Guru Kripa Maharaj, I'd seen that he had dressed his little Gornatai deities as sannyasis with platinum redungas and staffs. Huh? I said, I had little Gornatai deities that Prabhupada gave me permission to worship, and he also had, in those days, not many devotees had deities of their own. They were all in the temple, and Prabhupada didn't. You, know, you couldn't go to the market and just pick up some deities and so forth. It was not, it was not allowed. Um, and so I asked Prabhupada about that, and he said, we don't like that. Hmm? We don't like to think of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as a sannyasi. That's why Nityananda Prabhu broke his danda. Hmm? So he was speaking like this. And our ideal is Nadia. This is Vrindavan, Gupta Vrindavan. Hmm? There in the house of Srivastakura, enter the kirtan. Hmm? Then experience your Vrindavan sroop by the blessing of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Hmm? Oh. Still, how instructive the Madhya. And you see, this is, now you have to you look. I say there's a whole picture being taken, and then there's a focus. So you think, I like the sannyas, they live Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. This is the best part. So hmm? you have to hear from good sources, we understand. It, it's relatively good. Hmm? There you can get the, the Siksha, Rupa Siksha, Sanatan Siksha, hmm? the Siksha to Sarvabhoma, but the charity to. Pratapurudra uh, Maharaj uh, to Venkata uh, Bhatta Prabodhananda Prabodhananda what's his name Prakashananda and so forth so much shiksha there so, so much um, tattva hmm? to give us some found foundation hmm? that's not going on in Nadia hmm? there and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu not a sannyasi there you can get close to him you can hold his hand hmm and go to the kirtan, the night, of, uh, at the house of Sri Bhastakur. Nimai Pandit is about as, as Aishvarya-like as it gets. He's a pundit. There's <laughs> a sannyasi, then he has to sit about a foot higher than everybody else, and can't get close to him. And so from for, in the Madhya we make our entrance here. Hmm? And in the Madhya Lila, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, did go to Vrindavan. He wanted to go to Vrindavan, and I'm saying his mother checked that for good reasons and so forth, but still he wanted to make a pilgrimage there because he wanted to teach us that you should make a pilgrimage to Vrindavan. Hmm? Prabhupada showed us the way. I was fortunate to be allowed to go to Vrindavan under his uh, uh, guidance for three days. He said, you could stay for three days. Hmm? And then you have to leave. That was first time, we're during his first festival. Hmm? And I thought, three days, I'll have to take advantage of that. I don't think I slept a wink the whole time. I was very much thought I should take advantage of this. And I was very, very, very fortunate. Hmm? Vrindavan was very, um, very, very generous and kind uh, to me. It was very... Um, uh, transformational mm, for me in my my spiritual life. Those three days are. It's like it burns a place in your head there somewhere, and you can go back to it just by thinking about it. It's like that. What do they call that? Flashbacks or something. Or 
Um, so that's what you want in the course of your day, some experience like that. You had to take over your whole life. It'll be your whole frame of reference, a distorted frame of reference, if you will, until you're unable to function in the material world anymore. <laughs> it's our goal to be completely materially dysfunctional. <laughs> this we see as we go to the end of this, to, if we get there today, to Chaitanya Mahabharata in Antilila, where he voiced the same verse that I'm going to cite that he voiced uh, first from the Bhagavatam in uh, Brindaban. Hmm? In Brindaban, he was going and experiencing um, through his his bhava the, the places of Krishna's pastimes and saying, this is Radhakund and this is Shamakund and so on and so forth. And, and he commissioned the Goswamis, Rupsanath and Lokanath Goswami also, to go and on the power of their spirituality uh, both identify the Lilastalis, the place of Krishna's pastime, and arguably, and they were successful in this latter aspect, getting the patronage of the um, ruling class to acknowledge the um, importance of Vrindavan. And their work was so comprehensive in this regard that that there wasn't a Rani or a Raj, a, a queen or a king in India, hmm? who was anybody, hmm? if they hadn't spent money in Vrindavan to build a ghat, to build a temple, to to honor a place that was um, pointed out by the Goswamis to be um, identified with the, the invisible at the time, Leela, the unmanifest Leela of Krishna. So they got the patronage of all the aristocracy, the leading people, they were very contemporary people, the Goswamis, while, as it's poetically said, slept under a different tree every night and dressed only in the loincloth and so forth. Somehow they were deeply absorbed in the lila, which resulted externally in renunciation, but they could be very contemporary and talk with kings hmm? and architects, design buildings and... and uh, <laughs> like the Radhagovinda Mandir is a, is a blend of the Muslim and the Hindu architecture of the time. It's a way in which Rupa Goswami sought to, to bring about religious harmony between different sects, where you had the Hindu kings honoring the Vrindavan and the Muslims coming and defiling the temples and so forth. And so They were great um, harmonizers and essential spiritual people, essential spirit, not caught up in sectarian differences, I mean, what to speak of sectarian differences within Hinduism, within Vedanta, within your your sect, a particular sect of Vrindavan, within Gaudiya Vaishnavism. They were beyond the sectarian considerations that that went as far as between different and largely um, uh, feuding religious sensibilities of Hinduism and, 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 and Muslim, where, where the Muslims were in even invaders and so forth. And uh, and we find it in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, of course, with the Haridas Thakur becoming the Nama Charja and so forth. So they were great harmonizers. They were, they were Sadagrahi Vaishnavas, to use a, a term of Bhaktivinoda Thakur, essential in their... Um, understanding of what is important and then they could uh, 
to differentiate the essence, the principles from the details, and this is why it flourished. Gaudiya Vaishnavism in the way it did, and that is the sensibility that needs to be in place for it to continue to um, have the kind of effect that it that it should. Hmm? Um, as deep and rich and uh, rewarding to human society as it is. So he went, hmm, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, to Vrindavan, and he was saying, here is this, here is this. And, so, and of course he came to Govardhan Hill. Hmm? The uh, the story of the Govardhan Hill in, in Chaitanya Lila, uh, in one sense, begins with the Param Guru of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Sri Madhavindapuri Pad, who uh, lived in Vrindavan at Govardhan Hill, and who, uh, to whom was the uh, Gopal uh, deity, uh, revealed himself, and a huge festival was arranged. That that and this is such a powerful uh, thing that this festival is. Uh, this is the festival we're celebrating today, but it's a, of antiquity, recorded in the Bhagavatam and so forth. Um, but in more modern times, the time of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the guru of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's guru performed the Govardhan Puja in a big way in Vrindavan. Hmm? He had a he had a dream, and the dream a deity came to him and said, "I am in the bushes, and I've been here for a long time, and it's hot. Get me out. Give me a bath." Hmm? And so here's this fellow just living on nothing. Madhavendapuri hmm? would not ask for food. Um, but if anybody brought him some, he might eat it. Hmm? He didn't have much time for eating. Hmm? So there is a difference between matter and consciousness. You should try to validate that by your own experience. This is what the yoga, the spiritual life is about. Hmm? Well, he forgot about eating. Um, but he arranged a feast to feed the whole village and extended other villages and so on and so forth all of whom got involved in this huge affair, huge affair, as it's described in Chaitanya Charitamrita, based around the dream that he had, some deity spoke to him. Hmm? You can imagine what was his person, that he could, that his conviction about his experience was contagious enough that, that hundreds and hundreds and thousands of people got involved looking for the deity, finally then finding the deity, and having found the deity, then, then people who are, weren't ready to, well, okay, some sadhu's got an idea, you know, whatever, maybe ready to move, uh, they all got involved, and then the neighboring villages and villages and villages extending out and so forth, and uh, as it's described in Chaitanya Charitamrita, it must have gone on for months. I mean, people bringing stacks of rice and chapatis from one village, and now another village wanted to do it. And so the, the way in which, the, the measure, the extent to which he involved people in Gopal's service is um, is um, ex- considerable. Hmm? Well, and they all moving on the strength of one person's faith, one person's experience. Hmm? We don't need to so many. Hmm? Just one couple people. Hmm? The whole these few people in in across religious traditions, the Jesuses. Uh, Rumis, the Buddhas, in different ways. They're all speaking about 
the at least the the uh, the the um, the fantasy of material life, hmm? uh, 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 and 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 standing as examples, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu hmm? uh, of this, towering they are like lighthouses in the dark night of the sea, and showing us there's land, there's land, it's here. Hmm? You can you can land and there's food, vegetation, life, the whole thing. Hmm? These people have it's it, there's two people, two types of people that have the greatest influence on the world. Hmm? Those are the great spiritual figures. Hmm? Hmm? Um, and then there are those that are very strongly against religion. So, like you're, or or they're very irreligious, I should say, in their perspective. Like they're Hitlers or something like that. Hmm? Very, uh, you know, this idea that people were dispensable, basically machines that you could dispense with and and uh, and, and grow and uh, breed and so forth and. Uh, uh, bizarre. So, these are the two people that influenced the world, and they always be in the history books and so forth. So you can't get away from religion. <laughs> you either you for it or against it, and you're going to have it. That's why Krishna says two kinds of people in the world: hmm? those who accept the opportunity to pursue the spiritual life, and those who are against it. Hmm? Hmm. So Madhavanapuri was like this, and when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came then to uh, to Vrindavan, he had naturally had the desire to have the darshan of Gopal, hmm? the famous deity of Madhavanapuri, uh, his Param Guru, and the history of this is, as I say, extraordinary. So he, but he met with a dilemma in his in terms of his own spiritual sensibilities, and that was that I want to have the darshan of Gopal, but Gopal is now situated in the village of Anukut, Aniyor, on top of the Govardhan mountain. And my spiritual sensibilities are such that I feel that it would be inappropriate to walk on Govardhan hill. Because in the Bhagavatam, Krishna showed himself to be non-different from Govardhan hill. Hmm? And eventually, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, as you know, took the stone from Govardhan hill and became his worshipable deity. Hmm? This deity kept uh, like a, on a string around his neck, over his heart. He garlanded himself when he would do his namsmarnam hmm? with a with a gunjamala, hmm? and he would weep. And this was his his morning seva of the Govardhan Shila, and bathe him. Hmm? And this little stone of Govardhan, he took from his heart. He gave to Raghunathas Goswami. These are not just another pastime in Chaitanya Charitamrita. These are very important things, what he did. Very, very instructive. What the whole teaching is about, where it's going, and so forth. That focus. And so he took from his heart this Govardhan Shri he gave to Raghunathas. He told him how to worship. And Raghunathas had something to say after that. Hmm? That should be listened to. It's not just another devotee. Hmm? feels like that. That's his thing. I want to do this thing. Again, it's not a do-it-yourself type of a 
approach that we have here. It's anugatya, to follow hmm, the footsteps of another a qualified person. So, Mahabrabhu had this uh, uh, religious, spiritual dilemma. In his school of Gaudiya Vaishnavism, we don't climb on the Gordon Hill. Hmm? So, the Pushti Margis, they do. They go to different sensibility. If you hear that, it makes sense too. I forget what it is, but the Balaba people and so forth. So, And the Balaba people and the Gaudiya people, they were um, intertwined in the worship of the Gopal Didi. Originally, Madhavendra Puri employed some Gaudiya Brahmins in the worship of Gopal. Later, the worship was given to the Pushtimarg of the Balabas. Hmm? So, at any rate, the Gopal Didi made its own, his own arrangement for the for the, an invasion hmm? and the necessity for the devotees to hide the deity and take him to a separate place, a house of somebody in a separate village on the bottom off of the Govardhan Hill at the time when Mahaprabhu was there. And so Mahaprabhu was uh, able to have the darshan of Gopal who walked off of the Govardhan Hill, if you will, to honor the desire of his devotee, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, as, as devotee, to have the darshan. Hmm? This is a very nice idea. Um, I first started coming to North Carolina, uh, I don't know, eight, ten years ago, maybe. Hmm? And uh, my hosts were the beautiful and uh, gracious uh, Archon City and Karnamrita, who I had been visiting by the force of their affection at their previous place of residence in Baltimore. Hmm? And um, so I, I, I came there and I was not embraced by the whole uh, community, if you could call it a community. Uh, but some people came and listened and so forth and they were building a temple. I hear they're still building that temple, working on it. Um, and um, And it was... Somebody had put something in every mailbox the night before that was vilifying me. Said nobody should go and hear this person and so forth. And so <laughs> it was uh, kind of humorous in a way. But um, meanwhile, um, I was certainly uh, in just people were discouraged from having me in their, in their house, and I was definitely not allowed to go to the to, to the temple. Hmm? Uh, because I was whatever unbonafide, bogus, and uh, and uh, so on. Um, but I took note of the fact that the deities that had been acquired for the temple were in Archon City and Karnamrita's house. Hmm? So my point was that: Do you believe in Krishna? Hmm? Or do you think that the Arche Vishnu Shiladeva Gurushu Narumati Vaishnavejati Bhuti? Or do you think that the deity is made out of stone? Hmm? He, they're living, Radha and Krishna, Radha Gopina, they're living in Archon City's house, and they seem to like me. <laughs> they have not kicked me out. Hmm? They are accepting offerings here and listening to the talks, and so, so do, you, do you believe in God here, or what, what kind of program have you got? Hmm? You want to listen to the deity, his sense, their sensibilities. Hmm? It was lost on some some people, stone-hearted, 
Hmm? Stone heart. See the deity as a stone, then only. Hmm? No. Hmm? Gopalji walked off the hill, arranged a whole invasion <laughs> of the local area, and, and notified the people ahead of time through his different agents and so forth. And this, being present in everyone's heart as he as he is, hmm? and the deity was moved. All this big arrangement. This for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to have the darshan, hmm? and Krishna Das tells us. Historically, that when Rupa Goswami came under the order of Mahaprabhu sometime later, the exact same thing happened. Rupa Goswami had a desire to have the deities, darshan. Hmm? He would not walk on the Govardhan hill, and Gopal made this arrangement. Hmm? So Mahaprabhu got the darshan hmm? of Gopal, and then he paid his respects to Govardhan hill. Hmm? Now this is all, forgive me, but a rather long introduction to coming to the verse that he cites. And he cites it twice. Here's where he cites it. A verse glorifying Govardhan Hill in verse of Bhagavatam in the Madhya Leela. And then he'll cite it again in the Antya Leela. Hmm? And this verse comes in the... Uh, in the... Uh, what, maybe 22nd chapter of the 10th canto of Bhagavatam. It's sometimes referred to as Benugita, the song of the flute. Hmm? 21? 21. And, they, and so we, in this uh, uh, chapter we have the gopis um, praising the, uh, uh, the flute, st- uh, speaking about the efficacy of Krishna's flute, its effect on different devotees and so forth, and... Uh, um, and um, expressing their uh, certain re- spiritual, religious uh, sentiments uh, for Krishna. It's a very interesting chapter, um, and it it uh, it opens, it gives us uh, this focus that I was talking about on the windows of opportunity that Gaudiya Vaishnavism presents to us that uh, we should be um, very much aware of and not uh, distracted by the context of the forest of many other, all the other spiritual possibilities that are being discussed. Like, I'll give you an example of what I'm talking about. Like, you take Brihat Bhagavatamrita, all the worlds are poss- religious possibility uh, are, are described. Material, religious possibility, and spiritual possibilities, and, and so forth. It's a, it, it has a, you know, it has a goal there. It has a, it has, it's making a point. There's two sections to Brihad Bhagavatam. This is the first book of our Sampradaya, and it's, it's, it tells us what the Bhagavatam is about. It's so valuable. It's virtually a commentary of the, on the, on the whole Bhagavatam. One first part of it is about the ideal of devotion. The devotees that embody the highest ideal of devotion. The second part is about the place that corresponds with it. Hmm? Hmm. So you, people read the Bhagavatam and never come up with this. Hmm. It's like the Gita. Sometimes Prabhupada would meet somebody, and you can hear on the tape in his conversation, someone is, he says, are you familiar with Bhagavad Gita? Yes, yes. And do you know the conclusion? Conclusion? It was like kind of like, what? What are you talking about? It's kind of like you open it up. It's the words of wisdom. It's, looks like, well, that really works for today, that verse. Yeah, that has a conclusion. and it, it, It's just kind of like, 
a smorgasbord of religious yogic possibility or something like that. No. It has a conclusion. Bhagavatam has a point to make. Hmm? And to make its point, it, it, ha- it has a context that, it, that it's speaking in, that it, that it makes the point within and so forth. And so there are different references and people speak in different ways and so on and so forth. You can't just quote, this is the Bhagavatam says this. It might have come out of the mouth of Haranyakasipu. Does that mean it's the Siddhanta? You know, it's the conclusion? It's where the Gaudiya people have understood the Bhagavatam and so forth? No. So this we need Guru Parampara for this to understand properly. Hmm? So, so anyway, Mahaprabhu, Sri Chaitanya Dev, he cited this verse, Hantayam Adrir Abalahridasa Barjo Yadrama Krishna Charanasparsha Pramodha Manam Tanoti Sahagoganayos Toyorjat Paniya Suyavasa Kandara Kandamulai. This verse is spoken by gopis, and um, as all the verses in this, this chapter are, and I want to speak about it on three different. Um, from three different angles of vision, hmm? it um, it has much to offer. And uh, again, Shantamabhu chanted this later in Antilila as well. So we'll for the third angle of vision, we'll go to Antilila. For the first and second, we'll we, well, we'll start with the first. <laughs> first is this: uh, Gopis are speaking here. Hmm? Hanta, I am Adri, Abala, Tasyavardya. Oh, hmm. goodness, this hill. So suddenly Gopi's mind goes to Govardhan, Parvat, Govardhan Hill. They're added, the context is they're at a distant place, they're in their homes. Hmm. Or home, you know, in their, together, at a distance from Govardhan Hill, Radhakund, Jamuna and so forth, where Krishna's daily pastimes are being performed with Balaram and the cowherds and cows and so forth. And and so this is a they're reflecting on this. Krishna's going every day and he's herding cows with his friends and and they go to Govardhan. Hmm? This is they're mentioning various things in the chapter, but here it comes about Govardhan. They go to Govardhan. Oh and what is it? Oh and Govardhan. They say uh, and, and it is said that the um, gopis spoke this, certain gopis, different acharyas have commented in different ways that Raghunathaska Swami has identified the speaker as Radha herself. Hmm? So, amongst them, she Radhika speaks, and she gives a very beautiful uh, glorification of Govardhan Hill. Hmm? And in speaking this way, with her exclamation, oh, the glories of Govardhan, he is so extraordinary, she says, he is Haridasvarja, the best of the servants of, of Hari. Hmm? Hari is the favorite name in Vrindavan of Krishna, hmm? yeah, it's sometimes said. Hari means to take away. Hmm? It uh, sometimes translated as stealing. So, uh, here the idea, of course, in the Braja is that this is the person, oh, Hari, Haribol. Hmm? He has stolen our hearts. Their hearts are stolen by him. Hmm? And so, 
she refers to Govardhan as Haridas Bhargya, the best of the servants of he who has stolen our hearts. Hmm? And she addresses her speech to the word here used is hmm, Hantam Adgir Hantayam Adgir Abala Haridasabaryo. Abala. Bala means strength, strong. Bala means uh, also refers to like a young boy. Hmm? Bala. Abala means weak. Hmm? And so here it's referring to the, the fairer sex, if you will. Hmm? We don't mean weak in any kind of a sexist way, but uh, in different sensibilities. So she's speaking to her friends, the girlfriends. She, said, she stands up, addresses them, and the thoughts of Govardhan and Krishna sporting there and so forth every day, and the fact that they have to be distanced from that and cannot participate. This is the tension. And, and, and so... <laughs> She addresses them in this way. This is very nice from a very from a general point of view. Hmm? What she's saying is that if this idea hmm, you want to enter into hmm, this Govardhan Leela, hmm, this Vrindavan Leela of Krishna, hmm, when she says Abala, it, it implies that oh, she's speaking to us. We are all weak. Hmm? We are all weak in our constitution. Hmm? I once told this to Hridayananda um, Maharaj. I was explaining something to him about Jiva Tattva. And he said, well, that doesn't sound good. That sounds like original sin or something. That's not going to sell, you know. God made us with, you know, inherently weak. Hmm? course <laughs> that's a fact we but the fact is god didn't do anything like that god didn't make anything this is a point that we should understand god the theodicy problem in many religions is solved by us in an interesting way theodicy means well the, the, the discussion of if the world if god is all good how can there be bad in the world if god made a world if god made the world he created it right then he made it with evil in it and so his own good character is thus brought into question. How will we resolve that? So different religious, religious traditions try to resolve that and say, well, you know, people have free will and you can't understand everything. It looks bad, but it's actually good. There's a silver lining. Who knows? You know, like this. It doesn't sell to everybody. <laughs> but either some people don't get into it or some religious traditions work for work with other people, uh, with some people, and, and so on. For the Godias, and it works for me, their argument is, if you understand it properly, no, stop right there, God didn't make anything. Hmm? It's not what God has made, hmm? looking at what God has made, by which we will determine hmm, his character but how he deals with what is, what there is. Hmm? In other words, the world is the shaktis of God, and they have no beginning. Hmm? The, the, the jeev shakti has no beginning. The maya shakti has no beginning. 
This is God. This is the Abed-Abed equation. The Shaktis are non-different from him. They have no separate independent existence from him. What is, is. Why it is, the way it is, these aren't questions. The questions deal with what what is and, and, and how, to, how to deal with it. Um, so, this is the teaching. There is Whatever is, will always be. Whatever isn't, will never be. So this is this is the Upanishadic idea. So the world is the jivas are the world is, and they've been together forever. The world has no beginning; it comes and goes, comes and goes. But the coming and going has no beginning. So he didn't make anything. But how does he deal with what is already? That will determine his character then. And how does he deal with it? He's just and he's merciful, both. Hmm. You say, why can't he just be merciful? Then he won't be just. Then some people will complain. Hmm. Why is he only just? Then some people complain. He has no mercy. Hmm. So we see that he's both. He defers to karma, hmm, if you will, and the law of karma that you know, as you sow, biblical reference, you shall reap. So you take from the environment, and it asks back. I owe, I owe, so off to work I go. Hmm? This is karma. The more you move, the more you take, the more you owe. Hmm? The more you move, the more you, 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 go, you go down. Hmm? Yeah, the, there are repercussions. So, if uh, you, you put a quarter in, and, you know, well, it's not a quarter anymore, but something comes out of the machine. <laughs> I haven't used one of those in a long time. <laughs> Something comes out, so it's, it's uh, it works like that. So material nature is like that. Mm-hmm. It's a machine. You plug in a certain way into the computer. You type something. Something's going to come back. Mm-hmm. So he 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 doesn't get in the way of his Maya Shakti doing her thing. Mm-hmm. He honors her for who she is. He didn't make her that way. She is the way she is. And he honors that. And at the same time, hmm, he overrides that hmm, at times. What times? It's lucky times. (laughs) There are two forces in the world, the force of karma and the force of bhakti. That's what's going on. People are moving under the force of karma and some people are moving under the force of bhakti. And as there's anadi karma, there's anadi sadhana. Hmm? And the, the, the karma's always been there. Sadhana bhakti's always been going on by somebody. Hmm? There's always sadhana bhakti going on somewhere. And so if you're in the course of moving in the world, you're lucky. That's how it's described. To come in touch with that uh, current of bhakti, then, uh, ours, you, then you don't have to reason about whether, you know, is it happening to me? Just take advantage, it is. And, and there's, you want a good reason for it. The point is, there is not a good reason for it unless you want a reason like this. There's a place for mercy. And and there it is. Um, I once, a devotee, a godbrother of mine, came to visit me after a long, long time, and he had been in some trouble. And so he had a court date in the future. He told me about it. I said, well, I'll try to help you anyway. So I was helping him, and he was serving, and a court date came up. So I went to the court date with him in my sannyas dress and so forth. 
and then the the the, the uh, prosecutor made the case, and it was you know tight. He had violated his probation and this and that and the other thing, and he was guilty as he could be, and there's there's no way around it. And the public defender was asleep, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah yeah. So he had like very not good representation, and and he was guilty, and so the judge. Uh, it was an interesting person because the judge, he noticed, he saw me sitting there, and I didn't look like you know, everybody who was sitting there, and obviously I was connected with the, with the defendant. Hmm? And so the, the prosecutor made his case, the defense made his, his case, which was nothing, and so it was time for the judge to weigh in and give the verdict. And the judge said, does anybody else in the courtroom have anything to say? Because hmm? he knew... This guy might have something to say. You know, what's going on here? So I stood up and I spoke. And I said, Your Honor, he is guilty. And I went on and on and I know him and so forth. But since he was guilty, you know, he's been living with me and doing these things and so forth. And so by all, uh, if justice is to prevail, you should lock him up. But I said, there's also a place where in the court, I believe, where justice can be overridden by mercy. And so I plead my case like this. And he gave him, he said, okay, he, his sentence is he has to stay with you for the next, you know, so many months, something like that. So, <laughs> so there's a place for justice, there's a place for mercy. Hmm? There cannot be mercy if there's not justice to override. Hmm? So God is just. And he's also merciful. And the form of his mercy, of course, is his devotees in the world. They are his Kripa Shakti. Hmm? They create the fortunate opportunity for bhakti. Everywhere they go, they do bhakti, and people come in touch with it, and the course of their life, from material to spiritual, is changed. This is the medium. Hmm? From bhakti, we get bhakti. And sadhusanga, that is a big anga of bhakti. So when we get sadhusanga, and we're coming in touch with bhakti. Bhakti won't come in any other way. Hmm? Yeah. So, our position, as I'm saying, is, and as this verse is saying, Radhika is speaking to us, we are weak. Hmm? Hmm? We are prone to material existence. Hmm? And there's no, for us, we are the Buddha-ji, there's no beginning to that. Hmm? We're to test the Shakti, so we can reside in one environment or another. We come from the Mahavishnu. He had a good idea in mind. Oh, let me become many, out of joy. But his jurisdiction is the material world, and so the many who are small did not fare as well as him <laughs> in relation to the to the to the influence of of the Maya Shakti, and so he has to avatar and try to remedy the situation and so on and so forth, hmm? and help the weak people. Hmm? And the main way in helping the weak people, as I say, is through strong people, and that is devotees. The bhakti, uh, bhakti is compared to a vine, a creeper, a lotta. Hmm? The significance of the vine is what? That it, it, it can only grow in connection with something that's standing, a tree, a post, that's very solid, Hmm? That's well well rooted. Guru means heavy. Hmm? Um, 
and I watch my weight, so, uh, but I don't mean heavy like that. <laughs> Means obviously heavy, <laughs> heavy not, cannot be blown away by the winds of different uh, notions and ideas and so on and so forth. It can ground us hmm? in, in, uh, in, and fortify us and make us strong. Hmm? So the point is, she's speaking, oh, this Govardhan, he's the best of devotees, and, and all of us are very weak. Abala, we are feminine from a point of view of Prakriti. Yes, there's Purusha and Prakriti. We are Purusha and Prakriti, but we're also Prakriti, par Prakriti, right? We're kind of a Purusha hmm? in relation to one manifestation of Prakriti, material nature. Hmm? We're Chit, it's Achit. We're consciousness, Maya Shakti is unconscious. But, if we look at the material world, it looks like an object that we are the subject presiding over. Hmm? If we look the other side, we see there is a subject in relation to whom we look like objects. Conscious ones, albeit, but hmm, moving only... We have a will, but it can only... You may have a will to plant seeds, and you may do so, but they will only fructify if there's water and sunshine that you have no control over of. Hmm? So the Gaudiya Vedanta takes a compatibilist position with regard to free will and determinism. If there's God who's, whatever, uh, in charge of everything, uh, knows everything, omniscient, then how can there be uh, free will? So there's free will within mm, the will of God. Mm. So we may will, and if he sanctions, then it happens. Something like that. Mm. So, so, I, so we are... Then Prakriti, hmm? we are Shakti. He is the Shaktiman. He is Purusha in the full sense of the term. Hmm? So we are a dependent entity. This is the whole meaning of Jibayar Surupo E Krishna. Nitya Krishna doesn't mean we are all in Dasya Rasa, but we are all dependent entities. Hmm? The, the Shaktis serve the Shaktiman. So, hmm? uh, Radha is speaking to all of us. You are all weak. Hmm? The idea is to go to Vrindavan, to go to Govardhan Hill, to enter into the pastimes of Krishna with his friends, and if, as they're being described in this chapter over and over again, Krishna and Balaram entering the forest with the cows and the calves and coward boys and so forth, coming up again and again and again. Hmm? They're talking about this whole ghosty leela, this whole cowherd leela of Krishna daily. Hmm? And the desire to go there and the inspiration comes that we'll go there with the strength. We are weak by nature. We'll go there, therefore, with the strength of a great person. And who could be a better person than Mr. Govardhan? Hmm? He is such a great person. He is Haridas Barja. Hmm? He is also a Das of Hari, like us. Or we want to be a Das of Hari, but we are a Das a servant of our senses and our minds. Kamendriya hmm? Priti. That is our position. We have love of the senses. Hmm? What does the Bhagavatam say? Kamasya Nindriya Priti. Lavoya Veta Javata. Jivasitatva Jignasu Nato Yascha. Life should never be lived for 
love of the senses. Hmm? But only because it gives you a chance to inquire about the higher, tr the absolute truth, the prospect of the jiva. Jiva, jiva means life. Life is not biological. This is a point of Vedanta. It's not biological. Hmm? There is a form of biological life of you, but life, the life force, that is not biological. That is not, it doesn't have a biological basis. As I've said many times, science has a number of questions they haven't answered, and at the top of the list is, what is the biological basis of consciousness? There's a bias built into that question that's supposed to be objective coming from the scientific community. The bias is, well, who says it has a, found a, a biological basis to begin with? No wonder it's a hard question to answer. It doesn't have a biological basis, is our answer. Oh, no, no, that can't be. <laughs> no. Mm -hmm. This is the whole point of, of Vedanta. And we seek to demonstrate that, of course. Mm -hmm. And in a big way here, by entering into the Govardhan Lila, deep in the world of consciousness, as I said earlier. Mm -hmm. So she's saying to us that we are weak by nature. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And... And if we want to enter, this is a very audacious and high idea. Not only do you want to leave the world of matter and the world of the mind and senses where you're enslaved and be free, but you want to enter into the world of consciousness there. Hmm? You realize you have you want freedom, but what you're thinking about means to sign on for slavery. Hmm? There's a difference between our form of Vedanta and yoga and yoga Siddhanta and so forth. They want freedom, mukti. We want slavery. It's a hard sell. Mm. Mm. So we're not we're not looking for everybody. Mm. Save the world, isn't it? That's an illusion. Mm. It's a Christian idea. Jister was telling me today. It's a Christian idea to save the world, and it's shown up in the secular uh, uh, sections of society since that time. From the Eastern perspective. As I replied to him, there is no saving the world. Hmm? Vasudeva Dutta wanted to save the world. Mahaprabhu said, that's a great idea, but if one she-goat from a herd gets lost of, of millions, who will notice? Hmm? If one universe is liberated, he said, who will even notice? Hmm? There's no beginning to the worlds. There's no end. How many people are in the world? Sometimes people say, well, if all that could be a problem, Swami, what you're saying is people should be liberated. What if all the people are liberated from the world? Then what? <laughs> What's the answer? Don't worry about that. <laughs> you know how many people are here? Hmm? There's an infinite number. That's the teaching. Hmm? Infinite everywhere. Finite is only a concept in one sense. Hmm? Are you, you want to liberate the whole world? Hmm? There will always be a material world. But will everybody ever be liberated? You see, these questions, they don't compute. That's why you have to go to Shastra. At some point, the, the, your rational faculty will short-circuit. Hmm? Hmm? You can't rely on that as a guide to go to that side. You have to take from Shastra. Hmm? This is what Revelation says. Hmm? We accept it. Because we accept that reason has its limitations. We face it. We meet it every day. Go to any debate on any current topic, hot debate. 
Well, we, you listen to the one guy, yeah, that sounds pretty good. You listen to the other guy, well, that's pretty good, too. And back to that guy. And it's just like, these things will go on forever. Hmm? The theistic, atheistic debate, it will ever, forever go on. Hmm? God's popular. <laughs> we won. <laughs> you know, but that's our perspective. You see? You can't stop talking about God. He must be there. He is there. You're talking about him. <laughs> if you're talking about him, he's there. Hmm? So, <laughs> so, save yourself. Hmm? That's saving the world, isn't it? Hmm? Hmm? But we're weak. How do we do that? Hmm? It's a big idea. Just to separate yourself from matter, it's a huge idea. What to speak of this idea? To enter into what this, this domain of consciousness that is Vrindavan and Govardhan Lila is very, this is a very high idea. They are frolicking with Krishna like bosom buddies. Hmm? Sometimes they serve him, sometimes he serves them. Is he God or is he not God? Hmm? Looks like he is, but maybe he's not. Hmm? This is the Vrindavan Lila. Hmm? To get that close. This is a, so how we, we'll go there. The point is you have to have a good, strong person to help you. Someone who is a real Haridas. And she says, I think this Govardhan, he has just planted himself here in Vrindavan. He is not going anywhere. Vishwana hmm? says, he gives a reference to Gargi, daughter of Gargamuni. It, it may be an oblique kind of reference to Garga Samhita, which the Goswamis don't cite anywhere. But the story of Govardhan coming to Vrindavan is found in Garga Samhita. So, Vishwanath gives some indication that, that <coughs> this book was current at the time. There's a question about its authorship and dating and all that and so forth. So, so there you find the story. Govardhan, the king of the mountains, was taken by the Rishi and, you know, the story. He said, I'll go, but wherever you stop, I won't go any further. And so when he got over Vrindavan, hmm, Somehow Govardhan caused the guy to, the Rishi, to have to answer to the call of nature, and so he, he just set him down for a second to take a pee, you know, to be honest with you. And, uh, and then Govardhan wouldn't move. He said, what are you talking? That's, I mean, I didn't reach a destination. I said, sorry, I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying here. I'm grounded. I'm not moving. He's a mountain. Hmm? You know, we have to move a mountain, they say. You know, it's like a big deal. So she said, here's somebody. He is not leaving Vrindavan. Hmm? He is grounded in Vrindavan. He is the center of, center of Vrindavan. Hmm? And, so, and as she goes on, in so many ways, he's serving Hari. So many ways. Hmm? She refers to him as Haridas, Barja. Vishnu Chakravati Thakur makes the point that in the Bhagavatam, there are two other people who are referred to as Haridas. Yudhisthira Maharaj and Uddhava. Hmm? But here, Radhika is saying that Govardhan's position as a Haridas is better than theirs. It is highest Varya. Varya means like the best. Hmm? The best servant of Haridas. Parikshit this Yudhisthira Marsh, he's a Haridas. The context in which he's described as such is in relation to the Rajasuya, but we find in Yudhisthira, this means the Pandavas, their relationship with Krishna. Hmm. This is very beautiful. Hmm. In in Bhagavad, in the fifth 
skanda of Bhagavatam, the fifth book of the Bhagavatam, we find Raj Parikshit, hearing from Sugadev, reaches a low point suddenly, a low emotional point. Hmm? The, 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 the fact that, I think it was maybe Rishabdev, hmm? a form of God, appeared in a family connected with, uh, which was ultimately the, the, the Purus, the Yadus. Hmm? The story was told in Priyavrata in the, in, the, in the fourth canto. Anyway, Parikshit Marsh, he thinks Sukadev could understand his, the mind of his student. He said, oh, you're feeling a little bit, little, little bit unfortunate that in your family, the Kurus, hmm, God didn't make his appearance. Hmm? Whereas in the Yadus, he made his appearance. He actually took birth. So he chose that family, that dynasty, to take birth in. Therefore, they're special. Hmm? This is how you're thinking. Hmm? Muk- what is it? He says, he says, don't think like that. Hmm? See how he, he focuses his student. You can read the Bhagavatam. What's it about? What's the Bhagavatam about? It's all about Krishna. Right? No. What? <laughs> it's the Bhagavat Purana. It's about Bhagavat. Bhagavan, and of all the, the the forms of Bhagavan that are glorified, the tenth canto makes up twenty five percent of the whole book. Out of twelve cantos, the tenth makes up twenty five percent of the book. It's all about Krishna. So the book is, and some people don't even get that. It's about Nisringa or Ram or this Vaman or hmm, Varnashram. Yeah, it's about so many things. Hmm? So if somebody's wise enough to say, it's all about Krishna, and we go to you, people say, nope. What? Hmm? That's why when we lectured here for three, four days last last spring on uh, the uh, Leela of Nasringadev, what did we lecture on? What is it, What are the chapters called by the Gaudias? Ten chapters. Nasringadev has given a lot of attention. Ten chapters. Prahlad Charit. Hmm? It's about the character of Prahlad, hmm? the love of Prahlad for Nishinga. Hmm? It's not about Nishinga. Well, the two are one and different at the same time. But our point is that we are not interested in Krishna, but love of Krishna. Hmm? That is what the Bhagavatam is about. It's about, not Krishna, but Krishna Bhakti. Hmm? Therefore, Sukadev Goswami, understanding, oh, he hasn't understood the book so far. Hmm? He's now thinking for a moment how unfortunate my family is. Krishna took birth in another family and he didn't take birth in ours. And he says, no, don't think like that, he says. Hmm? Yes, Krishna took birth in a different dynasty. But look at your dynasty. In your dynasty, we find Krishna Bhakti in a way that we do not find it. In the in the in in the other dynasty, hmm? in your family, in the family of Yudhisthira Maharaj, Arjun, Bhima, all these Panch Pandavas, we find Krishna lived in their house, hmm? and sometimes he served them. Hmm? He sat on the same bed with Arjun and joked. Hmm? 
what kind, we find Krishna Bhakti there. And Krishna, the nature of Krishna Bhakti is, as Sukadeva is explaining, the nature of Krishna Bhakti is that it, in its full expression, what does it do? Krishna Akarshana. It conquers Krishna. Krishna is Krishna. All attractive. Not quite. Hmm? Bhakti attracts him. Hmm? In your family we find that Krishna has become conquered by the bhakti there. Bhakti is so prominent. You should be encouraged. What kind of lineage you come from? It's far more blessed hmm, than the ones in which Krishna appeared in, comparatively. Hmm? Just see your extraordinary position. Muktim dadati karichit sanabhakti jogam. He said, Krishna will give liberation and material facility readily to so many devotees. Hmm? But he will not give bhakti, prem bhakti, to just any devotee. Hmm? Only that devotee who, who doesn't want anything else, doesn't have any other desire in their heart, then after some time, ensure hmm, after they've been endured, uh, passed through anishta vajana kriya, and, and endured in nishta without deviation, hmm? not allowing the desires that are still there to fructify, attaining ruchi and asakti, and then in bhav, he will give them bhakti. Hmm? Not just anybody. Hmm? And it's not, some people think, Krishna won't give bhakti because if he gives bhakti, what will happen? He will be controlled by bhakti. Therefore, he is not going to give bhakti out very easily. Because he wants his freedom. No, he doesn't. <laughs> Krishna does not want his freedom. Krishna has no freedom. Hmm? In fact, if somebody wants to give bhakti, who has bhakti, a devotee, hmm, Krishna has to go there. <laughs> he has no choice in the matter. He's so controlled by bhakti. Krishna means the Godhead controlled by bhakti, conquered by bhakti. That's the meaning of Krishna. Hmm? You study him, you see. He, he's, he corresponds with that kind of bhakti. Hmm? He has no independence. Hmm? And he loves it. Hmm? He's loving it. No independence. To be loved. Hmm? <laughs> what is independence? Freedom compared to that. It's better to be completely tied up and completely controlled hmm? by love. As I said before, to be physically tied up, that's a problem. To be mentally manipulated and controlled, that's a bigger problem. But to be controlled by love, that is not a problem. Because if you're controlled by love, then the, the who, who controls you will be controlled by you. Hmm? To be bound up, completely tied, head and foot, head, foot, from head to toe, hmm? wrapped up, tied tight. Hmm? Oh, I went once in Nadia at Sri Chaitanya Saraswat to ask Madhu Mangal, disciple of Pujapad Sridhar Maharaj, if he would take me to the market and pick out a good murdanga. Hmm? Because he would play the murdanga for all the kirtans. He was blind. He would sleep in the temple and get up in the morning and he beautiful, beautiful voice. Beautiful voice and beautiful kirtan player. So the, this is in Navadweep. The markets, the stones throw away. 
So I said, you come with me, and I want to buy a Murdunga, so you help me. He said, yes, but first I got to ask Guru Maharaj permission. I thought, we're living on the bank of the Ganges here. Hmm? Like Nadia is like, you know, stones throw away, and it's just, you know, we're in the moth, and, and, and he has to ask permission to go there and to serve a sannyasi hmm? to pick out a Murdunga. Like he's going to fall into Maya along the way or something like that, you know. And so he, but I just found it so charming that I have to ask Guru Maharaj permission to do that. And it, you know, if I'm going to go here or there, Tripurari Maharaj wanted me to take me to Calcutta, you know, to do something, you know, got to get permission. But just for that, I thought, just for that, hmm? he needs permission. How beautiful to be so tied up, so, so willing to be in the, in the tight fist of the embrace of his, his Guru Maharaj. I just found it very, very charming. Hmm? So this idea of Vrindavan, hmm? Krishna's completely tied up. Hmm? He loves to give bhakti, but people have to want it. Hmm? People have to be interested in him. Hmm? Right? Give it to someone who's not interested, then what is that? Something like that is the idea. So, so Sukadeva Goswami replied to Pariksit Maharaj like this, you should understand the position of the Pandavas. They have controlled Krishna. Hmm? Krishna is the king of kings, the god of gods. He is Govinda, Upendra, as the Govinda Lila says, and he's living in their house. And sometimes he would wait on Yudhisthira Maharaj. Hmm? Yudhisthira Maharaj was the king, the emperor in the Rajasuya, not Krishna. Hmm? The affection of the Pandavas, he said, this is extraordinary. Hmm? So, Yudhisthira is really a Haridas in a big way. Hmm? This is one Haridas. And then Vishnath points out the position of Uddhava, second Haridas. The difference in Uddhava, of course, is that Uddhava had experience of Vrindavan. You, the most learned uh, associate of Krishna, Shastravit, he knew everything in Shastra, and Krishna's own advisor, and he was sent to Vrindavan to give a message to the inhabitants there, ostensibly. But if, we, of course, we read the text properly, we understand that he was sent to Vrindavan to get a message from the gopis. Hmm? Not to bring back to Krishna, necessarily, but to learn himself, that you think you know the Shastras, hmm? And you understand uh, uh, you're a big jnani and you, 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 you know what religious life is about. Go to Vrindavan hmm, and see what's going on there. This is, as Uddhava said later, Shutibibhibhigyam. This is off the map. This is off the scriptural map. It's like, if you study, it's like pointing beyond itself to something that just, it can't contain. Hmm? That's what this is. And for two months he wandered around and just writing songs, glorifying Vrindavan. And in those songs, the famous one of which is that he said, if I could only take birth as a blade of grass here with the intensity of the love of the gopis that I witnessed, then my life would be successful, because he didn't want to become a gopi. He had his own stai bhav and dasya bhakti, but he wanted that kind of intensity. Hmm? 
that he saw in them in his own love. So he would, he he is so dear to Krishna. What does Krishna say about Uddhava? Where is the pundit? What does he say? He's more dear than myself. Yeah, I knew the English, but I'm glad you know it too. <laughs> 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 uh, yes, right. Uh, Brahma, what is Shiva, Lakshmi, hmm? mm, my brother even, huh? so many people. But uh, that's a position of Uddhava. He is like my very own self, right? Mm. Very special. When the meeting between Uddhava and Krishna in Mathura, as explained by Jiva Goswami, is so compelling, mm. so charming. Their love for one another, and Uddhava is like another Krishna. He looked like Krishna. He was sent from Mathura, actually to Vrindavan, to bring the message, ostensibly, and really, to instruct all of us. If you send the most learned person to Vrindavan, and his his mind and scriptural knowledge just kind of short circuits and blows out, and he can't even make sense of it. He can't... He, and this is, the, this is the really the beauty of the Goswamis. Uddhava could not, like, really make sense of it. All he could say is, like, this is off the map. This is, like, beyond the scriptures, beyond the Shruti. I don't know what to say about it. Could I become a blade of grass here somehow and just try to try to get some acquaintance with what the, the, this domain, where am I? This is how he felt. He couldn't express it. The Goswamis, they were so much members of that domain, that realm, so plugged in, you couldn't get more plugged in. Nana Shastra Vichara Naikanapano Sadharma Samstapako Lokanamitakaranotribune Manyo Sharanyakaro. They're so plugged in, they look like appear like simple vigil village girls who know no Shastra. They come to this world, how much Shastra they know? They they created Shastra. That's what we have, Bhakti Shastra. Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. Ujbal Nirmani. Brihat Bhagavatamrita. All these books. These are our... They're Shastra for us. They are, they become the scriptural canon for us. They should be for everybody. Hmm? People say, well, I'll accept the Bhagavatam. Chaitanya Charitamrita. That's your own thing. Hmm? It is. <laughs> That's true. But nobody's explaining the Bhagavatam. Hmm? so comprehensively as they are. These books of the Goswamis all around the Bhagavatam. What is the Bhagavatam? What is it saying? The fact that it's talking about the love of Krishna. You can find details in the Padma Purana about Krishna Lila that you won't find in the Bhagavatam. People you always go, oh, there's more nectar over here. It tells the color of Radharani's dress and uh, and her and and in this this what kind of instruments Tungabhidya has and this collect all this information and so forth. Bhagavatam doesn't have the time for that. Hmm? It's ch- cutting to the chase. It's showcased. You look at Dhamadar Leela. It's showcasing Vatsalya Bhav over so many chapters. Hmm? And, and, and the Brahma Vimohan Leela and then 11 to, to, uh, 12 12, 13, 14 the Brahms, and then 15, the whole of Sakiras is found from from the beginning 
in uh, of the, the end of the Kumar Leela to the to the end of the Poganda Leela, the beginning of the uh, Kishore Leela is showcased there. Hmm? Then you have the Rasa Leela, five chapters. Hmm? These are the real sentiments. It doesn't go into detail in Dasya. The Dasya there is all tinged with Sakya. Hmm? That's why when Prabhupada was asked, does everybody in our Gaudiya line in Madhurya Rasa, Prabhupada said, down to Sakya. Hmm? Of course, maybe his own sentiment, as he clearly expressed, was such as well. But this is the... This is... Yanmitram Paramanandam Puna Brahma Sanatana. There's a land of friendship, hmm? Brahma says. Oh, how fortunate are the people of Vrindavan, the Param Brahma, that become the friend of everyone here. Hmm? There's no thank yous there, no formalities of thank you. Thank you. That's like, okay, creating some distance. Just hmm? like, goes without saying, we're friends. Hmm? This Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Hmm? Hmm. We go there, but we're not quite there yet. This is the next place we go. Hmm? To that whole, that's whole, I, that sentiment of Sakya it comes out very much in this in this chapter. Hmm? But we go from Uddhava, who had the experience of Vrindavan. He's a Haridas, hmm? but from him we go to Govardhan. Hmm? And she says, Haridas Marja, he's the best, hmm? the best of the Haridases. Best because he, not like Gudaba, praying to, have, to take birth as a blade of grass there, he's rooted there, he's a mountain there. There's no moving the mountain of Govardhan. He's immovable. Hmm? I think Krishna says in the Gita, of immovable things, I am the Himalayas, something like that. He came from something like that, somewhere Himalayas. I don't know what they're called in those days, but that's anyway. And there he's sitting in Vrindavan. He's not going anywhere. Hmm? Well grounded, and as this verse goes on to explain, his whole being, his whole body, is used entirely in the service of Krishna. Viva Goswami gives a beautiful explanation. It's a beautiful explanation of how. Really, if you understand it properly, how the ritual, the realm of ritual, where we do the archan, for example, hmm, worship of the deity and so forth, and there's this ritualistic language and the deity is a symbolic representation of Krishna. Hmm? Um, in a symbolic way, he's there, and of course, if you apply yourself, then you, 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 you go beyond the symbolism to experience him. It's not a symbol of some impersonal reality, but it's a symbol of the person. Hmm? And so, symbolically, the, the language is all symbolic and ritualistic. And you don't say, Krishna, come and eat. It's getting hot. It's getting cold. You say, Om Idam Naivedyam Klim Krishnaya Namahan. It's not how Mother Yasoda is not saying those kind of things and all these mudras and <laughs> stuff like that. That's, uh, no. Hmm? She's come take his hand and eat now, like this. So, uh, all that goes on there hmm, is all going on in the Lita. Tomorrow we'll hear about the Barnashram and how it relates to Gaudiya Vaishnavism and so forth. It comes up, in a con- obviously, in a big way in the context of the, of the Lila with regard to Indra and Krishna and so forth. 
So Varnashram is also there, you know. Everybody in Vrindavan, there's the whole Varnashram, but it's all just a shell, obviously. It's it's just a, a structure. Hmm? It, 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 the current, what the whole thing is moving on, on, on bhava only. It is not... Uh, so uh, it rep- has a representation there. Similarly, I'm saying archon, which is so relative to Vaidhi Bhakti, it's, archon is always tempered, well, not always, but for the most part, tempered with some some reverence. If it's Baba Seva, that's another thing. But that we're not taught to treat the deities like that, like Sanatana Goswami did when his deity said, hanging from a tree, could you at least offer a little salt? And he said, what, salt? Now you want salt, then you'll want ghee, then you want vegetables. I'm a poor man. If you want to live with me, you know, you got to accept on my terms. That's not in the deity manual, you know. <laughs> Like that, so that—that's what I mean. That archon is always has an element of reverence. That's not archon. That's something else. The symbol has be, has has become the person, so to speak. Hmm? So, so, but it's the, the arctic, the, the sixty-four items of worship, for example. Hmm? You know, you need the fan, the mirror, some song, flowers, water for drinking, uh, <coughs> fruits for for eating. Hmm. Um, bed for lying in, all the all these inkusa grass for sitting on, and so forth. So, it comes up in brief in this verse in, in the last. Uh, well, here it is somewhere. Uh, two lines of the verse. Let me get in there. Manam tonoti paniya As the hill offers um, the cow, the Christian Balaram entering there with the cows and cowherd friends, and all their necessities, all their necessities are provided. Hmm? And, and and how are they provided? Oh, that's very nice. They have provided all. First, all the necessities are provided. All the, the, the he offers a, a fine grasses and drinking water. And caves for hanging out in, for taking a nap in the bed, and so forth, and and the kandamula from the roots, the uh, uh, some nice uh, eating things can come in the berries, and so Jiva I mean, in in the beginning, the very beginning of Gopal Champu, he's describing Vrindavan, and of course he has to describe Govardhan, and he describes all the sixty-four items of worship and how Govardhan is providing all of them. Hmm? In a living way, so it's a living. You know, this is your seva puja in the morning. You're doing all the sixty-four items, and, 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 it, and it comes to life. Hmm? It comes to life, and 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 in in the way, if you will, in which exemplified in the lila as Govardhan is doing, in a living way. Krishna is actually walking there, and all these things are being offered. So the Vaidhi bhakti, if you will, this ritualistic realm has its representation there. But we, we learn from how Govardhan is offering. He's offering all these items. It's elaborate, beautiful, beautiful, poetic description of Jiva Goswami. So compelling. But here the word is used, uh, so this is the essence of the whole thing. Yad Rama Krishna Charana Sparsha Pramodha. Sparsha Pramodha. They come with their feet. They touch down on Govardhan Hill. They've arrived. They give, you know, they give the greeting. What do you say, the greeting? 
Swagatam Swagatam Krishna Swagatam Swagatam Ramakrishnabhyam Namaha They've come. Please come. Step down. Hmm? Govardhan's there. They step on him and he's offering all these items. How? Hmm? Sparsha Pramodha. Hmm? Pramodha means like jubilant. It means he is in ecstasy. Hmm? In ecstasy he's offering all these items. Not like he's got to remember them or anything like that, or look at the book and, 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 and or mechanically and look at the watch and when it will be over. Or in, the, in ecstasy, he's offering all these things. This is seva, hmm? Seva. Not that. Oh, that some guests are going to come. Great, we can dump some seva on them. Hmm? They can they can do some seva and then we then we'll be free. I don't know do what. <laughs> no, the guests are coming. We think great. There is more seva to be done. Hmm? Not only we do all our seva, but we now we serve them as well. Hmm? And if they want to do seva, we say no. You cannot do any seva. Hmm? No. Hmm? You are the served. We are the servant. And the battle ensues. <laughs> hmm? If you're coming from afar, then you think, I will fight my way in there to get some seva, hmm? somehow or other. If they say no, I will respectfully honor that, then I'll try to come in another side, try it another way. And can I get your shoes? Get out of the way. We've got a festival to put on here. Somehow you find your way in. Hmm? Service, this is a great... Great honor. This is the joy, really, in life. Living is giving is is really living. So this has this Govardhan is alive like this. Hmm? His hairs are standing on end, and everything about him is being offered to Ram and Krishna. Hmm? Therefore, she says, "We are weak, Abhala. We should take shelter of a strong Haridas." Hmm? A very strong devotee who offers everything with great happiness and joy, and because of his or her joy, it's overflowing onto us. And, and the prospect of such a happy life, hmm? we, we 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 think it's it's realizable. Hmm? We, we're close to that, so we want to stay as close as we can to that good company, sadhu sangha, hmm? and we make our way this way into the lila. By taken by the hand, there is no tradition of Vedanta in which the guru figure is more important than in Gaudi Vaishnava. Plays a bigger role. Hmm? When Prabhupada went and to Mayapur, bathed in Mayapur, you know the story. He he, he bathed in the Ganges, and then Bhavananda Marsh extended his hand to pull Prabhupada out, and so he pulled Prabhupada out. And when Prabhupada got on the shore, he threw his hand down like this. He said. That is my avad, he said. Bhavanam is like, what, what did I do now? Yeah. And Prabhupada was saying, in my avad, the guru is there to, as an instrument, you, bring, you, you, you get delivered by the guru, then you do away with the guru. Hmm? There's, no, there's no guru, and there's no afterlife with the guru. This is all done. There's nobody else there. It's just you. <laughs> Peacefully, in Brahma Soyuja. So. And it is similarly also, in Vaidhi Bhakti, Hmm. 
who attained by Kunta or even Dwarka or Mathura. Hmm? The Guru doesn't play the same role as it does in Gaudi Vaishnava. Gaudi Vaishnavism is, is Rag Bhakti. This is, it is Rag Bhakti. Sambandhanuga, Kamanuga. Hmm? And Raganuga has these two divisions. There are, there are three words here I've given. Uh, Raga, Sambandha, Kama. And they're all attached to one other word. Anuga, Anuga, Anuga. That's the one you have to remember. Anuga, Anuga, Anuga. To follow. Hmm? To follow. To attach yourself like that creeper to something like a strong tree. Hmm? This is the way, and this is the only way. At the end of his explanation of Rag Bhakti in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, Rupa Goswami makes the point, and the only way hmm, to succeed on this path of Rag Bhakti is to get the mercy of a Mahant who is on this, substantially on the path. This is the only way. He or she takes you, and he or she is there. In the end, it, there is no end, but there also, and there are many groups and subgroups and sub subgroups and so forth. And it gets down to actually it gets down to a small group. You get to get in a smaller group. That's more fun that way, in some respects. Hmm? And then larger groups and so so to enter in hmm? and always following. You have to understand everybody who enters in there, all Gmanjari, Gopas and so forth, through through the sadhana of of Rag Bhakti, they are all subordinate to the paradigmatic figures representing the different sentiments. Sambandhanuga hmm? or Kamanuga Bhakti. Hmm? There are different kinds of souls they are. Hmm? We are Tatastaji. We don't become Swarup Shakti. In, that makes its ingress into our life. Hmm? And we, the, this position is noticeable. Hmm? Subhalsaka has... Ten million friends who are his assistants, who, who over so many zillions and quadrillions of yuga cycles have one or two have popped out and come entered into that kind of sakirasa. That only comes. That kind of sak only comes through Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's lila. Also, and there we go. Then. Hmm? We, we enter into this side. Hmm? In a general way, we have explained what is being said here in the verse. Hmm? The important point being, if you want to enter, it, Radha says, I want to go to Govardhan. I'm stuck here at home. Hmm? And Krishna is sporting with his friends and Ram and the cows in the forest, and I wish I was there, and I can't go. I'm in a weak position. I need the help. Govardhan, he is strong. He is Haridas Bhargi. He can take us there. Let us pray. O Govardhan, hmm? show us all these leelas. Give us entrance to that. You know everything. You tower of Vrindavan, there is nothing that you miss. There's nothing that you don't see. Every leela. Hmm? Hmm? You are the dear friend of Krishna, actually. Hmm? Vishwana Chakri Thakur has explained, in Vrindavan, all the hills, they are in Sakirasa. Hmm? What does speak of Govardhan? It's very clear in this chapter. It's very clear. Every, practically, uh, well, not every verse, but so many verses, again and again, is repeated. Govardhan, who is he serving? 
who is the the, the Bishai Alambana of, uh, of 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 Govardhan as described in this chapter? Krishna and Balaram, hmm? again and again, Krishna and Balaram are doing this. They're entering the caves. They're going with their friends and the and the and the, and the, and the cows and and Govardhan's doing this, serving them this way and that way and so forth. Hmm? The whole chapter is come from the mouth of the gopis. Therefore, those who steep in sake ras, they say, "Just see, see. <laughs> even the gopis say this is the best." Hmm? They say it over and over again in this chapter, Venugita. Hmm? Govardhan is the best friend of Krishna hmm? amongst all the hills in sake ras. Oh, he is the best. He's serving in every way, and his deity. That is Krishna and Balaram all day long. They're coming. It's clear. It's out in the open. It's obvious. Hmm? Well, <laughs> this they're saying. Hmm? And what? So what? And what kind of friend he must be then? If he knows everything, hmm? he's a participant in all the leelas. Is said by Rupa Goswami, hmm? Rupa Manjari, as cited by Rupa Goswami in Ujbal Nilmani. Oh, lucky is that Subal. Hmm? There's no service he does not have eligibility for. Hmm? Indeed, he will go and bring the, the, the goddess, hmm? the girlfriend, Radhika, to Krishna in a secret, secret hiding place. And while the two of them um, uh, embrace, he will fan them. What is his position? How lucky, oh, lucky Subal. Hmm? Uh, in in Dan Keli Lila, Radhika says the same thing. Something else, different. Same idea. What is the position? So many places we find. Hmm? There's no there's no person, in no devotee in all of the Krishna Lila who can better pacify the, 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 the man, the anger, the... the of Radha when she's upset with Krishna hmm? and make it possible for them to come together, together again. Hmm? She's saying, this is, uh, if you love me, then you love my friends. He's such a big friend of Krishna. What can he do? Hmm? Hmm? By taking shelter of him, certainly we can, uh, our ideal can be realized. Hmm? It happened to Shamananda. Hmm? He was a disciple of Hridachetanya, who was the disciple of Goridas, Pandit in Gorlila, who is a friend, who is Subal in Gorlila. Hmm? How he became a, man, a manjari, hmm? how he became a gopi, he's in Sakiras Lila. Because the Yuteshwari, hmm? in this kind of Sakiras, there is a Yuteshwar and Yuteshwari both. It means the, the Priyanarmasaka, who's who involved in Krishna's love life also. Hmm? Most of his friends are not. There's a certain type of friend. He gets involved in this. Goes to Radhakund, Shamakund. All these, and they, you see they all show up. You know, All the Goswamis, Lilagranta, they all show up. Madhamangal, this one, Ujwal, Subal, particular ones. Hmm? Which ones are they? Which Priyanarmasaka? All who have Yuteshwaris. Hmm? Who are friends of Radha? Hmm? Subal himself with with Radha, Mrs. Madhumangal Lalita, this uh, Ujwal with Vishaka um, and so forth. 
There, the these the, 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 means the feminine, so the, the gr- female group leader, hmm? because this is a combination of sakya and, and madhurya ras, both this pre and arma sakya. So both the common is sakya ras, but it's some somewhat augmented by madhurya, madhurya ras. Therefore, they participate in the madhurya ras pastimes up to ruda hmm, mahabhav. This this far. Hmm? Gopikas of Radhika go some little further. Adiruda Mahabhav. Hmm? And it's it's progression. But they are Mishwan says pretty much just about the same as Gopis. They have a very special position. So oh, it happened that the Yuteshwari hmm? of of Duki Krishna Das came and took him and said, oh, we want you in our group. Hmm? It's possible. Hmm? I asked Puri Marj once, I said, some devotees are criticizing, kind of. They're saying, Prabhupada is in Sakya Ras, it's shown in his prayer on the Jaladuta. But if you want Madhurya Ras, then you have to give him up. Because if you're in Sakya Ras, how are you going to give Madhurya Ras? Hmm? This is the way I'm talking. This is also called Sakibhav. Sakibhav is the way, according to Chaitanya Charitamrita. Of course, he's referring particularly to the manjaris and so forth, but there's some scope for explaining along these lines as well. Purimar said, huh, he said, if you have a guru situated in Sakirasa and you think you have a problem, then you have a problem. <laughs> <laughs> you should be so lucky. They will make all arrangements. Hmm? Subal made the arrangement. For Duki Krishnadas, a disciple of Hrjai Chaitanya, to become Shamananda, to become a gopi. Hmm? You know the story, some of you. He made the arrangement himself. Hmm? Subal. And the Yuteshwari, Yuteshwari came to get the bangle that was lost and marked his forehead, and it's a long story, and so forth. Hmm? So this is a very beautiful idea. In this chapter, the gopis are again and again speaking about this. Hmm? The perfection of the eyes, they say, akshno phalam tadusha. That's different. But the perfection of the eyes is to see Krishna and Balaram entering into the Govardhan and with the cows and the coward boys and so forth. Hmm? A very beautiful idea. And this is one of the windows of opportunity of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. How can it be otherwise? Nityananda Prabhu came in a big way to support Mahaprabhu, Krishna, in his pursuit of Radhabhav. No greater supporter than Nityananda Prabhu. Hmm? His supporting role, he gets the award for that, the you know, Academy Award for the supporting role, Nityananda Prabhu. Hmm? And so many Sakiras lineages respond from that. Hmm? First couple of generations. Somebody said recently to me, said, well... For the first couple generations, and then Chaitanya Charitamrita came out, you know, and focused on the Manjari Bab, and so that's all been retired. That's not a current. I said, "Oh, you can find a manuscript from the 18th, 18th century, hmm? of Sakyarasa, and from the 21st century. Oh, my friend, he is alive and well." Our <laughs> uh, Prabhupada, in a big way, gave a big installment of. Krishna consciousness from that vantage point, from that perspective. So well, he had nothing to say. <laughs> he was alive and well. 
It is a it is a clear window of opportunity, hmm? and it's very beautifully, actually, on his face, described in this chapter. Beautiful verses, and those who who are interested in in, in, in the position to do bhajan uh, for this, they will commit some of these nice verses. They're beautiful mantra mai upasana, beautiful verse that, that paints a still picture of the Leela, that if you chant the verse, meditate on the verse, it will turn into the motion picture that it's connected with, and you'll enter into the Leela. Hmm? Kinchin Krishnadas Babaji Maharaj, disciple of Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasitaka, wrote to Puri Maharaj, uh, to Sridhar Maharaj. Sridhar Maharaj had the letter. Hmm? He said, I found my ideal in Sakirasa, enchanting the Nam, Krishna and Balaram, the, 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 like the world like opened and there I saw the sub- entered the subjective world they, they called me mm, come with us mm, I've gone there I found my my place mm. so this is a very beautiful thing and this chapter is very useful helpful for us uh, if we are, have such uh, the fortune to be be interested mm. this is a supporting role mm. This is the, uh, um, and and at the same time, hmm, the spirit of this chapter is such that it speaks to us very deeply about Madhurya Rasa and the particular kind of Madhurya Rasa, that flavor of that, that the Gaudiya Sampradaya is, is focused on. That is, that to be a handmaiden of Radha. Hmm? Yes, you can say, well, aren't there other handmaidens? Doesn't Chandravali also, somebody recently wrote me, Chandravali also has handmaidens. Hmm? It's not only, you know, this is a, a person in another group, Chandravali also has handmaidens and, and, and someone might want to be um, a gopi of Balaram too. That's all there. Hmm? And I said, well, something like, you know, you're, what do they say? You're missing the forest from the trees or something. How's that go? Anyway, you can't see the forest from the trees. Yeah. You're looking at the picture, but you're not looking at what it's focused on. Yeah, all those things are meant, that's going on. But that's not the opportunity that's been given to you through Guru Parampara. And that's how you will go. It's not that, you know, that Guru Parampara is coming in this wave and, and, and then here's the picture and to give it a context you have to show everything else hmm? and so then you pick something and pick and choose and do it yourself and say, no it's not like that it's not a home depot it's a home <laughs> but it's not the home depot hmm? no yeah. it is extending you a certain particular opportunities and they are the best of opportunities somebody says I want to be a devotee of Balaram somebody told me some years ago I'd like to be a gopi of Balaram I say, well, you know, why? Because that would be the best way to serve Balaram. Not according to Gaudiya Vaishnavism. That's not the best way to serve Balaram. Hmm? Yeah, there are some gopis of Balaram. What, what, how, what, how much attention is given to that in Bhagavatam, in the commentaries of the Gaudiya? Just some mention of it, and, and it's relegated to like some form of mariada. And, 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 and so you, you, that's why we need guidance. See what the picture is focused on. What opportunities are coming to us? Hmm? I, Mahaprabhu Chaitanya Devi worshipped Govardhan Hill. How did he worship Govardhan Hill? Hmm? 
What did he tell Raghunathas? What did Raghunathas say after worshipping? Hmm? Like that. What is he written? Hmm? This is our deity. Somebody gave me a Shalagram Shila and a Dwarka Shila. And a, another person gave me a Govardhan Shila. I had heard from Sridhar so I was had to leave the uh, institution I was in because of their policy. And and I um, was on my way, and I met a devotee uh, who had um, two Govardhan Shilas. He said, this I showed these two Shilas to Prabhupada, and I told him, this was before the Chaitanya Charitamrita was published, that in the Brahmanda Purana, it is said that the stones of Govardhan are worshipable. So I wanted to show them to you, Prabhupada, and just get confirmation. And he said, and Prabhupada said, well, if it's in the Shastra, it must be so. Like, well, the Brahmanda Purana says that, huh? It was, must have been real humorous to Prabhupada because what I'm saying to you, some of you don't get it, so I see you need to hear. It's very central with the idea that the Govardhan Shila is worshipable. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself worshipped the stone. Gave it to Raghunathas. Raghunathas is the Prayojan Tattva Acharya. He says what, what the highest reach and possibility of Gaudiya Vaishnava attainment is, is all about. He embodies it hmm? and, he, and he attained it through the worship of the Govardhan Shila. Hmm? Everyone knows everything. Hmm? So he said, anyway, Prabhupada picked up this one and looked at it and set it down. He looked at the other one. He said, I'm keeping the one that he picked up and I'm giving the other one to you that he looked at because I know you will take good care of him, he said. So I had to go to Sheila and then I was going to meet the devotees who had published the book, Sri Guru and His Grace and I got there and they were talking. As I arrived, they were talking about the Guru Maharaj said that for sannyasis, the best deity to worship is the Govardhan Shila. So I said, hey, I just got one. you know. And they said, well, you know, but do you have the Gunjamala? I said, no. So someone gave me the Gunjamala. But the Mahaprabhu gave a Gunjamala, the, the beads, like, they're like little, it's organic type of seed berry, and they make it into beads, black and red and white. And, and he wear it, would wear it as a garland, and then he would do his smarnam, his meditation, and bathe, as I said earlier, the deity of Gordon with his tears. This is his Abhishek, sacred bath in the morning. This is his worship. Hmm? Mahaprabhu gave the stone to, to Raghunathas, and people thought, right, he gave the stone from Govardhan to Raghunath because he's a sudra. He's not a Brahmin, therefore he didn't give him the shalagram because he's not qualified to do the puja. Hmm? This is how they thought. This is the kind of religious thing that Mahaprabhu was up 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 against, and the founders of the of the, of the sampradaya. And we see that these ideas, in some form or another, they continue to this day. Because you, you, even you come in touch with the Gaudiya Vaishnava, but you don't have good guidance. You don't get the focus what it's about. You just get this broad picture, and you think it's about hating women or I don't know what. You know, there's all kind of things out there in the name of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Hmm? So I got the Gunjamala, and then, then some other devotee came and said, Oh, you worship in the Govardhan Shila? Here. And he gave me these two little, a Dwarka Shila and a, and a Shalagav Shila, and I did not want to worship them. 
I wanted to worship the Govardhan Shila. So, but I, what can you do? It was a sannyasi, and I, you know, I didn't. I was a little timid at the time, so I just took them. But I went to see Shridharmarsh, and I told him I, that I was, you know, given this, this. And he said, "You should just worship the Govardhan Shila." Then I could go back to that guy and said, "Govardhan told me this. You take these two back." Hmm? Govardhan Shila. No, Raghunathas, the worship of Govardhan Shila. Yes, that is for the for the people who have no caste. That's a fact. Hmm? If you're a Godi, if you have no caste, go become a Godia, they say. Uh, this is how the Varnashram people think about Godia Vaishnavism. Hmm? It is it is it is for a classless society. The Church of the Holy Name, Bhakti Bhakti Minotagrasa. That's what it's about. Hmm? A classless society. Everybody chanting. Everybody full access to Krishna. Hmm? Uh, like Gobita are saying, the deer have access, the the, 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 the Pulindas, what are they called? The Aborigine ladies and so forth in this chapter. And, and the birds and everyone. Full access to Bhagwan. What and 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 in the time of Bhakti Siddhanta and Mahaprabhu also they are teaching large teaching was from the from the Shankar and the uh, his smartest First, you take birth as a human. Then you take birth as a Brahmin. Then, in your Brahmin birth, then you take sannyas. And then you can get moksha. Hmm? And Gopita teaching birds, birds and flowers hmm? can love Krishna. And step on the head of moksha. Hmm? Decry it. Hmm? Call it undesirable. Hmm? Rather be rather be in su- subjected to karma than moksha in a, in 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 the Mayavadan sense. Kaivalyam hmm? narakayate, he said, Vishwanath. This is like going to hell for us. Hmm? This is Krishna, access to everyone, making himself. He's a god. He's available for everyone. Even non-humans can participate in Krishna Bhakti. Hmm? All you have, to, and you don't have, means you don't need any qualification. You don't need a special birth, special level of intellect, certain bank balance. All you need, and everybody has it, is a heart. <laughs> hmm? There you go. There it is. There it is. It's a kirtan. And you just have to give your heart. That's one thing only you have to give. And how will you have to give it? Completely, as I said. Then he will give praying to you. Hmm? You give it completely. Put every other desire out. Then he will say, take bhakti. Yes, live with me. If you want me, then you have me. And if you want me, then you will want to be connected with those who have me, or those who really want me, that kind of company you will want to keep. You will not think, oh, uh, some sadhu is coming to town. Well, if I have time, I'll I'll check him out. Or, you know, what group is he in? <laughs> Something like that. I don't know, but... Uh, um, Go and at least find out. Maybe you find out. He's not worth listening to. Okay, but this tendency to want to hear from sadhus 
Look at the tendency in Prabhupada's father. Anybody called himself a sadhu, he, he invited them over. Hmm? Prabhupada was, he thought he was a little over the top. <laughs> but the tendency, that tendency that we, that we want to be called, we have a brain, what are we, stupid? Are we supposed to bring everybody in here and, and think they're dumb? They're supposed to be, we think they're smart to come to Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Because respect people have a little intelligence, they can figure out for themselves. I listened to that guy, it didn't work for me. It didn't sound like he was talking, you know, and then he can ask and find, okay, then he can explain. That could happen. But let the tendency come to serve Vaishnavas, to hear from them. If the other tendency comes, then everything's lost. Hmm? If this, you become suspicious of the Vaishnavas, then huge problem. Then you get a some scar for that. And then you then you start to look only with your head. Hmm? And then you, you, you have all, then you have all kind of reasons to not take advantage. Hmm? And the head will provide millions of excuses and reasons. Hmm? Prabhupada made a nice arrangement. He said, if you want for siksha, for philosophy, after my passing, see my godfather, be our Sridhar That's what he said. I'll just give you an example. Hmm? There's, there's only one reason in a whole world why any of Prabhupada's disciples heard from Sridhar Maharaj. They would have not had any inclination or even a clue to do so. The only reason is he said it. Because we did whatever he said. That was pretty much his kind. He said it. That was it. Hmm? He said this. And so people went. And some other people politicized a beautiful thing. That's all. That's just the history. They just politicized it. Hmm? And then you politicize it, then you create an atmosphere for Vaishnava Parad. Hmm? And all kinds of reasons, institutional, otherwise relative reasons, for not taking advantage of good association. Which Prabhupada, this is just one example, of course. There may be others as well. But Prabhupada, it's very clear from the historical record, even when he criticized Sridhar Maharaj once, he also, you look at the whole record, they were clear, he wanted his disciples to be able to take advantage. There were circumstances that made it difficult and so forth, but this was his desire. He, he wanted us to have sadhu sangha. Hmm? This, this is, a, we go back to the beginning, we're weak, we need good, good sangha. So, take advantage, where, where will we get it from? Wherever you can get it. So, to take shelter of Govardhan, and this Mahaprabhu did. Hmm? He saw Govardhan, he chanted this verse. Hmm? This is in Madhya Leela. So many teaching coming from this. And then, hmm? In, in the context of our discussion, we talked in a general way how we will go there. We have to attach ourselves to a real devotee. Secondly, we talked about the one window of opportunity. They're called Sakirasa, coming from Nityananda Prabhu. Hmm? And there are special types of Sakirasa that, that is not found in any other Sampradaya or any other lineage in history of Gaudiya Vaishnavism, opportunity. Hmm? 
this Priyanarma Sakya, Sakya, Bob. This is a described by Rupa Goswami. It's not found anywhere else. Hmm? Hmm? We find a prominent uh, example of that in in, 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 in Prabhupada, for example, in, in, in Gauri Das Pandit, other types of Sakya Rasa. But this, very special. Hmm? This is not found in any other Sampradaya. Hmm? It is a window of opportunity. And it is in a supporting role. Hmm? That is the Manuria aspect of this kind of Sakirasa. Subal is supporting the love of Radha and Krishna. Hmm? Who is the Ishtadevata? Who is the deity of Subal? Krishna and Balaram. And Radha and Krishna. Hmm? This is the difference. Hmm? In Manjari, Bhav, it is Radha and Krishna. Hmm? In it is Krishna Balaram and Radha and Krishna. So this is a they will make their subjective argument. This is better. <laughs> they will feel. But we make the argument only from a point of view of, of to encourage those who have been influenced by that. But we make clear at the same time that the fullest measure of opportunity, window of opportunity that Mahaprabhu offered is the opportunity to experience that which he himself came to experience the full, the bhava of Radha. But how will we do that? We cannot do what Mahaprabhu did. Hmm? He is Krishna. Hmm? He wanted to taste the bhava of Radha. At the end of Chaitanya Charitamrita, what happens? Asli shiva padaratam panashtumam adarshanam marmahatam karotuva yatatata vabhidhatu lampato mat pranamathastu sevanaparha What does Krishna say? It's the end of Chaitanya Charitamrita. The last verse of Shikshastakam. And Krishna is giving his commentary as he goes through and he says, and this verse is spoken by Radha. Haribol! Jai Radhe! Krishna is successful. He became Radha. Hmm? You understand? He fully entered into the bhava of Radha. Radha has spoken the verse. It's so beautiful. He said, He's saying, it's, it's, it's done. He did it. This is what he came for. Hmm? But we cannot become Radha. Hmm? That is not possible. Hmm? So, here we find in Antilila, hmm? and we will conclude with this. Hmm? Another way to appreciate what's going on in this chapter and how Mahaprabhu offered the world the opportunity to taste as closely as possible what he himself came to try to taste and experience. Radha Prem, Radha Bhav. These gopis, as I said earlier, they're not at Govardhan, they're at a distance because they cannot go in the daylight and, and frolic with Krishna and the coward boys. So they're s- appreciating the opportunity that they have and they're thinking themselves to be Abala, hmm? a little weak. We cannot just stand up and say, I love Krishna, like Subal and Sridham can say. Hmm? Or other people can say, just see how much he loves Krishna. Hmm? They cannot say that. Hmm? That's the nature of their parakiya bhav. They cannot publicly announce that. Other people, other people are saying that, then there's a huge problem. Hmm? They are in Madurasa. So they are, they are thinking, oh, it can bring the prashad. Hmm? They are thinking, oh, we are we, we weak. This is the difference between Madhuri Rasa and Sakiras. And Sakiras, they are feeling strong. 
विश्वास कॉन्फिडेंस विश्रम लेना विश्रम दिस इज द प्रधान द रूट ऑफ सक्यूरस दे फील कॉन्फिडेंट कृष्ण इज माय फ्रेंड एंड एवरी सिंगल कैवर्ड बॉय इन कृष्ण लीला थिंक्स कृष्ण लव्स मी द मोस्ट एंड सनातन गोस्वामी सेज एंड एवरी वन ऑफ देम इज राइट सच अ ब्यूटीफुल थिंग बट इन मधुरासा Everyone is thinking, I don't know if he loves me. Hmm? Does he love me? You never say you love me. <laughs> There's some weakness there. Of course, it's a strength. But this is in the nature of the of the of the of the sentiment. Some weakness, hmm? some doubting, that makes it that much more in, intense. Hmm? Hmm? And elements that. bring it into question and so forth huh so she says oh hantayam uh, adir abala again this word abala is so central to the verse she's speaking we 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 are we we don't know we, we our position is unclear we can't voice this publicly we can't announce it it's we can't go there we really need help we really need the help of gobardan hmm hmm we are we are in a most helpless condition hmm, to to attain our ideal and abala means like girls bala means boy means weak instead of bala strong and it also means young girls hmm young girls so she's speaking into a group and in particular she's speaking to the younger girls these means these handmaidens she says I want to go to Govardhan. That ha- the possibility of my of my of attaining my ideal, it might it it it, it could be it could be accomplished by the strength of Hari Das Varja. He has that power. Hmm? If I could only get there, and he he would help me. Hmm? This is a madness she's thinking, and her, she's speaking to her young friends, her not her friends, her young servants, her dasis. Hmm? and they are ready to take her there hmm? they are ready to go to hell and back some other to make that happen hmm? this is the thinking they're thinking hmm? Hmm? mahaprabhu in puri in his antilila hmm? now he's at a tipping point hmm? if he sees a, a river he thinks it's the jumuna if he sees water the ocean he jumps in and thinks it's jamuna if he sees a a a damaltri he thinks it's krishna and goes mad if he sees and he did a sand dune he thought is govardhan hmm this is a you have to understand this is a very extraordinary position what is his position hmm samayitam what is it samayitam jwalita samayita jwalita dipto dipta sudipta hmm all the satpika bhavs rupa goswami says in bhakti rasamrita sindhu there are eight satpika bhavs asta satpika actually there are nine there's a ninth one in in vatsalyaras milk pouring from the breasts satpika bhavs means uncontrolled ecstasies they just happen tears come hair stand on end voice becomes choked complexion changes colors hmm 
passing out in a swoon. Hmm? And the ninth, for what Sally was, breast milk coming from Mishoda. And he says, and there are others, but I don't mention them because they are just too rare. Hmm? And in the description of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, hmm? in Antilila, he saw the sand dune. He thought it was Govardhan. He chanted this verse from Bhagavatam that we've been discussing again and again and again. And he ran. He ran to Govardhan. What was his mood in running to Govardhan? He's hearing this verse like this. Radhika is speaking to me and I am a Munjari. Mahabharu took the position of a Dasi for a moment in the Leela to show this is the way in which ordinary people, hmm, the common people, can taste the Radha Bhav that I've come to taste. They can't become Radha. Hmm? What should they do then? Become some other gopi and compete with her? No. Hmm? Should they become the friend of Radha and be close to her? No. Hmm? They will be, and Raghunathas is praying like this, I don't want to be the friend of Radha. I want to be the servant of Radha. Hmm? That is a better position. And in every way, her necessity I will meet, and the implication that by meeting her necessity and me so, atta- so attached to that and fostering the union between Radha and Krishna, or hmm? closing the gates when she doesn't want to see him, and telling Krishna, get out! We have nothing to do with you here. Such a bold position. Theologically speaking, they would take this for Radha. She's in this verse speaking to them. They are responding. Mahaprabhu is thinking the verse like this. He's responding. He's running after Govardhan. Radhika wants you. You can give this what she wants. You are Haridaswarya. I will. I am supposed to make it possible. I don't know how. I'm going. Running. Hmm? Like this, and chanting this, and what does Raghunathas Goswami say? Hmm? What? Excuse me. What does Krishna's Kabiraj Goswami say? He says, "This is so nice." Raghunathasya Sarda Prabhu Sangestiti Tanumukhe Suniliki Koriya Prati. Raghunathas Goswami lived continuously with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. It is from his notes in the notes of Sarup Damodar, whom he was a servant of, that this book, Chaitanya Charitamrita, comes from. The, the jewel, the final word of Gaudiya Vaishnavism. He says, I am simply recording whatever I heard from him. Although common people do not believe these pastimes, I believe them completely. Hmm? He said, the things that we are saying, that Das Goswami said, that he experienced... In his diary, the Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did. Common people, they don't believe that. This is just right at the time of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. They don't believe that. Thousands of years later, people think, well, they added this, and miracle that, oh, you know, whatever. Hmm? Krishna says, I believe it completely. Hmm? Completely. And now he says something about it. What is it? it? Is the full face of ecstasy. Ecstasy is a popular idea. Hmm? This is what Chaitanya Vaishnavism is about. It is all about what is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? What 
he is the embodiment of ecstasy that is like I've explained it before, like like a waterfall, like Niagara Falls. You just have to like stand back. What is that? And the Goswamis made a lake out of that through their books and their example that we could approach it and how we could even take part in the whole of the waterfall. What is the Bhava of Radha? By becoming the handmaiden of Radha, that window of opportunity comes to us through Guru Parampara. It comes to everybody through Gaudiya Vaishnava Sampradaya. That possibility is there. You could take it. Hmm? Hmm? Mahabharata in this mood for for all jivas. This is he shows in Chaitanya through the. It's it's hidden here. We're bringing it out. Hmm? Hmm? And what is he? What the descriptions here of his ecstasy? Hmm? He he exp, uh, describes Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's ecstasy as he's running towards Govardhan. He describes sattvika bhavas that aren't described in Chaitanya Charitamrita. Hmm? Or excuse me, in Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu. The ones that Rupa Goswami said, they're just so rare. I don't mention them. They just do not apply to anyone. Hmm? But they appeared in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Like from all the pores of his body, he perspired blood. As I said, this will be shocking. Beginning is a good teaching. And now in the end we are shocked. Hmm? Govardhan Shaila Dhyane Abhishtahuila Parvata Dishati Prabhu Dhan Chalila. Mahaprabhu mistook the sand dune for Govardhan. He ran toward it. He chanted this verse from Bhagavatam that we have been discussing. Hmm? And he chanted it, the implication is, in the mood of an Abhava, a young girl, trying to fulfill the need, the necessity of Radha to meet with Krishna. Hmm? And she's thinking, Govardhan will help me. He saw the sand dune, he thought it was Govardhan, he ran after it. Pulakar, excuse me, Pukarapodila Mahakolahalahuila, Jijahan Chila Jayutiadhaila. First, one devotee shouted loudly, then a tumultuous uproar arose, and the devotees stood up and began to run after Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Now, hear their names. Swarup Chagarananda Pandit Garadhar, Ramayananda Ar Pandita Shankar, Kuribharati Gosaila Sindhu Tire, Bhagavana Chaja Kanja, Chalila Dire Dire. Just to hear their names, hmm? we think this will go on forever. Just hear their names. Hmm? All these great associates of Mahaprabhu, the Parikar, hmm? Nam. Rupa, Guna, Parikarlila. It will go in this way. There's no knowing Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, no knowing Krishna without knowing them. Hmm? Who are the associates? There's no Krishna without his friends, without his lovers, without his parents. Hmm? They are a comb- This is Veda Ved, love of Krishna and Krishna. We, again, we go through them. This is what he's saying. Mahaprabhu is running. He says, listen to the story. He's running after the Govardhan Hill. Hmm? And all these devotees are running after him. Hmm? We will have to go by the hand of a devotee to Govardhan Hill. Hmm? Hear their names. He, said, he wants to, to, to chant them all. That we will chant their names. Hmm? 
and be purified by just the thought of them. Pratimachalila Prabhu Jena Bayugati Stamba Bhava Patehoila Cholite Nahi Shakti. Mahaprabhu was running with the speed of the wind. He suddenly became stunned in ecstasy and lost all strength to proceed further. Pratiroma Kupemangsa Bra Branera Kar Tar Upare Romod Gama Kandaba Kadamba Prakar. The flesh on each of the pore, his pores erupted like pimples and goosebumps, and his bodily hairs standing on end appeared like Kadamba flowers. Pratirome Prashveda Parde Rudira Dhar Kante Garghara Naki Barnera Uchar. Blood flowed from his pores like perspiration incessantly. Hmm? He could not speak a word, but simply pronounced a gargling sound within his throat. Duinetre bari ashru bahaye apar samudre milila jena ganga jamunadhar. The Lord's eyes filled and overflowed with unlimited tears. It was as if the Ganges and the Jamuna together had were entering into the sea by Varneshankha. Pray Shweta Hoila Anga. His body changed colors. He turned completely white. He began to shiver, quiver, tremble like waves of the ocean. Kampite kampite prabhu bhumete podila tobetago grinda prabhu nikate oila. While quivering in this way, Mahaprabhu fell down on the ground and then Govinda approached him. Govinda sprinkled water from his water pot all over his body. Then taking his outer garment, he began to fan Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Sarupadegan Thahan Asiyamilila Prabhur Avastadeki Kandita Lagila. When Sarup Dhamma and the other devotees reached that spot and saw the condition of Mahaprabhu, they began to cry. Hmm? All eight kinds of ecstasies were visible in his body. And the point here is, and, devotees were, and the devotees were struck with wonder at the sight. I mentioned it comes in a smoking stage. One or two symptoms come and they can be concealed. And jualita, two or three, and they can be concealed. Or then dipta, four or five symptoms, they cannot be concealed. Hmm? Udipta, more intense. Sudipta, all of the transformations, all at once, all multiplied a million times. This was what they saw in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. This is, some people couldn't believe it, and Raghunath believes it completely. Hmm? What is that hmm? that they're trying to figure out, or they're trying to tell the world? What is that? Hmm? On the outside, it's very difficult to understand. It looks like poison. This is very shocking. He's perspiring blood. They will think we better get him to the hospital quickly. Hmm? No. They applied the only medicine they knew for this. They began a kirtan. Hmm? Outside, it looks very terrifying. Inside it is Ananda. Hmm? 
Krishna Prem er Adbhuta Charit. This is the wonderful character of Krishna Prem. Hmm? It's a hidden thing. Look at it in Leela. Gopis look very selfish. They went in the night, neglected their families, their children, risked the reputation of their families, risked the ve- reputation of the whole village to meet with some boy at night. Hmm? They went against religion, everything. How selfish. On the outside, it looks very bad. Hmm? Inside, it is very, very good. It is the best of the best, what they did. Hmm? They had a million and eight reasons not to go, and they didn't listen to one of them. They went. Hmm? They met him. Hmm? He checked them. Are you coming from Dharma, from with karma, or, or gyan, covering your motive? He tried to send them back with reasoning from Dharma and Gyan, they would not go. He said, Oh, you are Uttam Bhaktas. Come. Hmm? And Raslila commenced. This is the consummation. This is the high point. Hmm? The whole whole Bhagavatam. Hmm? They saw Mahaprabhu in this kind of ecstasy, the Goswamis. Hmm? They explained it. They explained, This is Mahabhav. This is Maranakya Mahabhav. Hmm? This is very special. Hmm? Yeah. And it is possible, hmm, Mahaprabhu is showing here, to experience that. They said, for the jiva, hmm, as I said, what are they going to do? What, what is the remedy? He's perspiring blood. He's like passed out. He's changed colors. Hmm? How, what, what will we take him to the hospital? Uccha sankirtan kore prabhura shavane sitla jale kore prabhuranga samarjane. The devotees loudly chanted in Sankirtan hmm, and washed his body with cold water. Hmm. After the devotees began chanting for a long time, Mahaprabhu suddenly stood up and shouted, Hari Bol! Hari Bol! Hari! Sanande Sakala Vaishnav Bole Hari Hari Uttila Mangala Dwani Chatudikubare When the Mahaprabhu said Hari Bol, they all began to chant, Hari, Hari, hmm? in great joy. The sound filled the, direct, the air in all directions. Uti Mahaprabhu Vishmita, ita uti chai, ye digita chai, taha digita napai. Astonished, Mahaprabhu stood up and began looking here and there, trying to see something, but he could not catch sight of it. Vaishnava dekiya Prabhu, arda bhai hoila, sarup goshanir kichu kahite lagila. When Mahabhu saw the Vaishnavas, he, sa- he thought, where am I? He, he returned partially to external consciousness. And he spoke to Sarup Damodar, the lead person. Govardhan hoite more ki ihan anila. Pan, pano krishner lila dekitanapaila. Mahabhu said, who brought me here from Govardhan? I was seeing Krishna's pastimes, and now I cannot see them. Today I went from here to Govardhan Hill to find out if Krishna was tending cows there. Govardhan Chadik Krishna Bajaila Venu Govardhan Era Chadik Chade Shabdhenu I saw Krishna climbing over on hill and playing his flute, surrounded on all sides by grazing cows. Vinunadi 
सुन्नी आइला राधा ठाकुरानी सब सके गान संगे कोरियो सजाने Hearing the vibration of Krishna's flute, Radharani came and all of her gopi friends, led by her gopi servants, they were all very nicely dressed. Radharana Krishna Praveshila Kondarite Shakti Gan Kohimore Pula Uthaite When Krishna and Radharani entered the cave together, the other gopis asked me to pick some flowers. Hain kali tumi shakal kolohala koila. Tahan hoite dhari more ihan rana koila. Just then all of you made a loud sound and carried me from there to this place. There kirtan disturbed his samadhi. This is the kirtan of Sarup Damodar. Shidamarsh made a point. What kind of kirtan Sarup Damodar could perform? And Mahaprabhu called it some loud noise. Broke my 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 samadhi, and in my samadhi, in my trance, hmm, what did I experience? Radha coming to Govardhan hmm, to meet with Krishna, and I was engaged as an assistant of the gopis. Hmm, means there is manjari bhav. Hmm, I was asked to bring some flowers to to to, to assist Radha and Krishna and their friends. I was a dasi. Radhadasyam. This is the idea of of Manjari Bab. This is the way. We will not become some gopi competitor of Radha. That would not be good. Not just the friend of Radha, but the dasi of Radha and everything she experiences that will come in us. We will be so full with this that we don't even want to get union with Krishna. That is a lower thing. We have the union. We experience the union of Radha with Krishna, hmm? that no competitor can experience. This is the idea. Nas Mahaprabhu give this to the world. This is Rupa Goswami's verse. Is we who follow Rupa Goswami, Raghunadas Goswami, Nitai Chand. Hmm? These people give out window, the windows of opportunity. This is the focus in the picture of the forest hmm? that they've given. The, the surrounding forest is the context. This is the picture. This is the window in the Govardhan Leela hmm? that I said is broad. So many people celebrating Govardhan It is New Year's. Haribo. Let's have a party. Hmm? And distanced from the whole Leela is the Harvest Festival. It is. It has a place in Varnashram, Bhaiti Bhakti, Rag Bhakti, and this now we find Gaudi Vaishnavism. Give this focus. This. What is Govardhan? What is the position of Govardhan? Kene bar alnila more britta dukkha dite prana Krishna lila na paino dekite. Why have you brought me here, causing me unnecessary pain? I had the chance to see Krishna's pastimes, but I could not see them. Saying this, Mahaprabhu began to weep, and all the Vaishnavas saw the Lord's condition. They also wept. And at that time, Paramanapuri and Bharati arrived. Seeing them, Mahaprabhu then, his mood changed. He became respectful. Hmm? It's nice what he said. Nipitabhai hoile Prabhu dunghade bandila. Mahaprabhu de duijan. Prema lingana koila. 
Mahaprabhu returned to complete external consciousness on seeing these big sannyasis. Hmm? And immediately offered prayers to them. And these two elderly gentlemen both embraced the Lord with love and affection. Prabhu kohe dunhe kere oila ete dure puri gosai kohe tomar nritya deki bare. Mahaprabhu said, What are you doing here? Hmm? Why have the two of you come so far? They said, We came to see your dancing. That's why. For that, we are sannyasis. And we are living to see your dancing. Hmm? This is the dance of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu that he is giving to the world. Hmm? And this is the way we can appreciate hmm, his uh, contribution in the context uh, of Govardhan Lila. Si Giriraj Govardhan ki jai. Si Radha Govinda Dev ki jai. Si Gaurnitananda ki jai. Vrindavandam ki jai. Gaudi Basnab Guru Parampara ki jai. Gaur Bhakta Vrinda ki jai. Gaur Premanande. Now we made a beautiful offering to Giraj Govardhan and we have Kirtan and Artik and take Mahaprasad. Giraj Govardhan ki jai. Siman Mahaprabhu ki jai. Hari Kirtan ki jai. Mahaprasad ki jai. Go, Premanandi! Please lead us, Mr. Sain. Swami Tripurari Kijai! Very well.